I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. so funny hilarious what a fun group what this is we have fun here we we have fun sexual fun <laughs> sometimes Woo. Woo. you know, you oh know what boy. what what oh you know what the oh geez you know what the pa- <laughs> you know what the pastor down at the 7th street y taught me the what? most fun, the most fun a boy my age could have was between my legs, and he wanted to show me how. What? <laughs> Ow! Oh my god! Oh Christ! Oh, what is going on, party people? You're listening Hello, to our people. part two of our Spooky Time presents talk on Stephen King's It. It. This is it, chapter two, but in a different way. Yes, differently. Differently, because of it is not a film. And it's that's different. It. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Miss Kirsch, are these your family? Yes, dear. My father came to this country with $14 in his pocket, and he didn't ask for a handout the way the people come in here these days. You know what he did? What did he do, Mrs. Kirsch? My father joined the circus. I was always daddy's little girl. What about you? Are you still his little girl, Beverly? Not like the first part. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes, welcome back to our second, our se- our second, our, our chapter two, not necessarily the chapter two on... Uh, that is what I was going for whenever yes. I said that. Yes, and I just wanted to say different a lot of times. <laughs> okay. Jesus Christ. Oh my goodness. Yes, we are back. Uh, Spooky Time presents Stephen King's It. I'm one of your hosts. Uh... Jarrett Miller, and uh, I'm the new kid on the block with a new kids on the block poster <laughs> in my room. Don't, don't tell my friend. Who's joining me today abroad at the at the green audio? What did I call it? The lime green studio of hell. Oh, we're in the gray studio of hell right now. But oh, lime the green Bob Gray. The Bob Gray, Bob Gray Studio. studio. <laughs> I'm Cami. Would you like some tea? I'm going to get naked in the kitchen real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right back. Yikes! Oh my oh. god. That part scared the fuck out of me. Yeah! Oh Spooky. my god. 
and I'm your guest host, Taylor, and these pills are gazebos! Yeah. <laughs> They're gazebos! Oh, are you sure that that's Taylor? Because I was going to say, just call him Angel of the Morning Angel. <laughs> oh, that's a oh part that bothered me, but we'll that get into weird. that. weird. Yeah. It's like, this movie's not Deadpool, guys. Come on. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I just oh, remember that now. <laughs> uh, yeah, so on, on today's episode, this second part of a two-parter, which is, you know... It's different. Fuck. It's different. Um, <laughs> God damn it, it's different. Um, we're going to talk about um, how um, the... the Fuck me, why can't I speak today? The differences? We're gonna talk about um all of the characters, Second the part. the seven, the losers club grown up. Um as adults making their way in the world De- today. Takes everything you've got. <laughs> <laughs> Sing then- it, sister. No. And then we're going to talk about um, the ultimate uh, defeat of, of Pennywise it. as a spider, of it as spider it, um, from the kid's point of view and then uh, subsequently when they are adults. So uh, follow along. Let's have some fun. This beat is sick. I want to take a ride on that spider it. (laughs) 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 Oh my gosh. You served served me that one on a silver platter there, Cammie. I can't help myself. I did. I'm going to pretend I did it on purpose. So, for our adult (laughs) section, we get reintroduced to all, at least for the the new movie, we get reintroduced to all of our... Our favorite children as adults. We get a really quick intro to each of them, showing where where their lives are now. Where are they now? And you get you get Bill is our very clear Stephen King self insert character into this book, being a a young author. Does Bill horror author wear a blue chambray shirt? I believe in the in in the. 1991, I think he is wearing a blue chambray shirt when is they he? first show him. I don't know if they describe. I'm sure there's at least three mentions of I a can't blue remember. shirt in the book. That's like one of Stephen King's things, That's, right? I think there's mo- there's over five times more mentions of a blue chambray shirt than books he has. Now, is that because he's a fan of the chambray, or is it like? I think yes. it really just is. I think that's his. That's his immediate shorthand for telling you this is a down-to-earth, likable character. Who is based on he me. He doesn't take himself too seriously. <laughs> he he dresses like the common man. Like a communist. Like a man who may or may not be the most famous horror writer <laughs> in the world. Just Shambray. like Bill Denborough is in, <laughs> yes. this, in this book. Everyone, oh, they even, even in the new one, they keep talking about, they're like... Bill, your books are great, but those endings, they're horrible. They suck. You uh, want me to sign it for you? Nah, I didn't like the ending. I thought that was like, I okay, I'm not going to lie. I totally thought that that was like a commentary about uh, the, um, the second half of this book. Because it's like, I don't know if it's a, because I mean, like, there's a part where there's a, there's a famous cameo that we'll get into a little later 
that totally happens at the pharmacy. And I'm just like, is he like straight up saying the second half of his book is trash or like what? Like, oh, I, you, I, you mean the, the second hand or the, the antique store, right? Yeah. Yeah. Where Stephen King is the owner. Spoiler yeah. alert. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think it's, it might be, I don't know if it's specifically about it. I think it's just more of a general commentary on as much as I love Stephen King books, a lot of them have pretty shitty endings or just oh. not even shitty, just disappointing. Sure. It feels like the whole book will be this big buildup and then it just seems like he gets almost tired of the book and just goes, uh, and and then they all died. <laughs> and that was, that was really it. The nose clams wear off. Especially, I just finished oh, no. watching the Stand miniseries last night, and oof, that ending. Uh-oh. Not good. Oh, criminy. We also get so... <laughs> Ben, who is now... Ben's skinny now, skinny, and hot. Skinny and hot, and skinny an architect. And but he still has a little dick. Skinny and hot, and sometimes oh, John Ritter. Oh, au contraire. Oh. In the book... Oh yeah! <laughs> in, the, in the scene that I'm not sure if we want to go into detail. Oh, we're going to talk wanna, about. I got to oh, hear okay. this. Ben is described as having a huge dick. <laughs> little, hey. little Ben. Ben, oh, as a young, very fat child, as has a twelve-year-old has a giant dick. <laughs> oh my god! Jesus so, Christ! How many minutes are we into this podcast? We mentioned twelve-year-old giant dick. <laughs> wow, uh, nine uh, minutes, just yeah. under nine. <laughs> Woo! Oh my gosh! Um, well, I guess M- Mr. Marsh was right to worry about Bevy. <laughs> I worry a lot about you, Bevy. <laughs> I worry a lot. Oh God! <laughs> so meaty. Uh, Beverly is a. I know in the '90s one, she's a fashion designer in Chicago. Is that is she? Do yeah. they even? She's a go designer. Into her? Okay. In the new one too, like um, her, she and, and her she, husband. She's got a horrible, abusive husband, yeah. Tom. Who yep. is really just the book trying to tell you that she just married basically her father? Uh-huh. They should have did. They should have gave her the Eddie treatment and made the actor that played her dad her husband. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, I just did. We talk about this in the last episode that I had no fucking clue that they were the same actress. Oh. I had no idea <laughs> until I actually I I read that they were the same and I was like, what? Yes, that's Bobby. crazy. Yep, we get Eddie, who is a uh, uh, limo driver, and his, his he's talking on the phone to his wife, who is played by the same actress as his mother. Well, in, <laughs> in, the, um, in the 90s one, he's a limo driver. Well, uh, oh, in, that's, in, that's right. in the new yes. one, he's a risk analyst for an insurance company. That's true. So you um, don't get the dialogue about, it's a, it's going to be okay. I, I believe you can drive Al Pacino around. He's a really nice man. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, but in, yeah. the, in the new one, I think you can see his license plate is clearly like a limo driver license plate, even though he's driving like a, like some sort of like large it's just SUV. A big SUV. Just, I thought that's... he was driving. Oh, that's weird. That's totally like, I just had Mandela effect right now. Cause I thought he was a limo driver yeah. or I thought he like owned a limo company in the new one. But yeah, right. that's, no, a, as soon as you right. said that, I was like, he is oh, a risk shit. analyst. They should have had him have the same license plate as, uh, on Cameron's dad's Ferrari. Just <laughs> nervous. <laughs> oh my God. Gazebos. <laughs> That bo, fits. Bo. That's seven letters. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, who else? Stan is 
don't know what his occupation is because he goes away real fast. Stan dies. Yeah, I thought yeah. he was some sort of uh, I thought he was some sort of spelunker or something like that. A, that's spel- what the, a professional <laughs> spelunker. He's a caveman. <laughs> he's like, he's like, if you if you do a job you love, you never work a day in your life. Like, okay, Stan, whatever. <laughs> oh boy. And Richie, in the in the book, he's a radio DJ. Oh, very pop. Like I'm, I'm thinking on like the same level as like Man Cow. Literally, what I was gonna say. Yeah, like. (laughs) Um, but in the in the in the '91 and the the new one, they make him a stand-up comedian. Mm -hmm. And I feel like they could have just had him be like a famous. Well, would have fit with him being a comedian, but he could have just been a big podcaster. (laughs) <laughs> it would have been the closest thing because we don't really have big radio DJs anymore. I'm, I'm yeah. like, gl- I'm just, I'm glad that they didn't make Bill Hader's character like a podcaster or anything. Uh-huh. I'm glad that they kind of stuck with like the Harry Anderson angle, where it's yeah. like, oh, he's a famous comedian and just like, uh, or like he just, he's, he's like a Seinfeld type. Like he's not really famous, but he's kind of famous, and then it's just like. Yeah, I I enjoy that because it's like, oh, if I saw Jerry on the street, I'd be like, yo, Seinfeld, you sucked on Leno last night. He's like, oh, okay. You wouldn't want him to be like a Joe Rogan style podcaster. Well, first of all, fuck Joe Rogan. <laughs> and se- second of all, uh, the only the only redeeming factor I find with Joe Rogan is that he's friends with Duncan Trussell, <laughs> and and that's a that's about it. Because like they talk about wizard shit and like uh, he they like play like D and D on the air and like Duncan Trussell's covered in like cam- camouflage and like leaves and shit. He's just like, what, what do you think about taking DMT? Uh, like. I don't know. I think I just find that those two, when those two are together, I find them fascinating. But like most of the time, I I, I think the last time I listened to Joe Rogan, he like was interviewing Rob Zombie right before Three from Hell oh, came yeah. out. That was the last time I think I straight up listened to it. Have Have you ever seen a turtle on DMT? <laughs> <laughs> you, ever, you ever seen that ritual of Chud? Jamie, pull that shit up. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Harry, okay, I'm just I'm just gonna take this downward spiral spiral real quick. Um, Harry Harry Anderson died the week that it was announced that Bill Hader was gonna be playing adult Richie. It killed him. (laughs) He took his life force. For some reason, he dislikes Bill Hader. That (laughs) the only one. That toothy bastard. (laughs) I love Bill Hader. Yeah, me too, actually. He was the shining star of the 2019 It Chapter 2. I A plus. Uh, he should have, he should have, speaking of The Shining, he should have played adult Danny Torrance in, uh, in Dr. Sleep. That'd be a different movie. That'd yes, be a way different movie. But I think it would still be pretty cool. Yeah, he yeah. D- he does kind of look like he could be an adult Danny Torrance. Like he looks like a more fucked up. Danny. Like he looks yeah. like he did drugs longer than Ewan McGregor did. Like <laughs> if he was playing Danny Torrance. <laughs> yeah. My life's a little fucked up right now. Henry Thomas is my father. 
yeah, so so we're reintroduced to all the all the children. And little um, Ben. What of, what of, or not little oh. Ben, little Mike, little Mikey. Oh, well, Mike's, Mike's the one calling them from Derry because he, he was the one who stayed behind. He was the one who looked out to make sure if it is coming back. And that's, he's the only one who remembers because he stays in Derry. Everybody else has like a magical forgetting of what actually happened to them as, as children. God bless. <laughs> I wish I had that too. So Derry is the same as Sunnydale from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I was going to say, is uh, that a Buffy? Yeah. I think Sunnydale, you don't forget it. People are just more... People fucking die every day in Sunnydale due to, like, just ridiculous circumstances. Uh, sorry, sorry. I'm, I'm, Little I'm, Buffy I'm, tangent. I'm watching Buffy for the first time, and like, really? I love it. I love it. Don't get me wrong. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a fan. Um, but I'm just like, oh, they're just losing high school students left and right on the show. <laughs> I think in the first four episodes, there's five dead bodies found in the school. Yeah. <laughs> there's an I episode with a ventriloquist dummy. Two of their students die. Yikes. Within like two days of each Having other. Having their organs pulled out of their body. Yeah, yeah. This guy's brain was pulled out of his body. This, this Can science, you imagine? The science teacher's decapitated body, I guess headless body, decapitated yeah. would imply the head, is found in the fridge of the cafeteria. Yeah. That's the one to keep it cool. Yeah. Jesus Christ. It's crazy. It's nanners. I think, but I think Sunnydale's more of a, people are aware something's wrong, but they just kind of like make excuses. Mm -hmm. I don't get paid enough for this. (laughs) (laughs) The same, the same way people were just able to excuse Ed Gein's behavior. Like, oh, you know, he's, he's kind of weird, but I don't know. (laughs) You know, he's just, he's a real nice guy. I let him watch my kids on Saturday nights. Oh, yeah. His soft spot never firmed up, don't you know? (laughs) Oh, Christ. Uh, That's what they said about me. Is it? (laughs) No. (laughs) I'm rock hard. Oh. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) Good for you. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, okay. so we've met we've met all of the children, but they are grown ups and sad now. Especially Stan. Especially yeah. Stan because of he dies. Yeah, he they makes all, himself die. They all have like a moment of just like panic attacks, freaking out, sudden remembering of not everything that happened, but that just something horrible happened. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it's just too much for Stan. So Stan. Tells his wife, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go have a beer and sit in the tub." And she's, oh, okay. <laughs> and he goes upstairs, and he's up, up there for too long. And she goes to check on him, and oh, she, the door's locked. Which, well, Stan never, he never locks the bathroom door when he's take, when he's taking a bath. So she gets the door forced open, and there he is. He's slid his wrists in the bathtub, and in it, before he dies in his own blood, he's put written it in big blood letters on the. Bathroom linoleum. Big blood letters. Blood letters! 
I remember when I saw when I saw the 1990 version for the first time. I did not see that coming, and I was I was I was really sad. Um, but Stan, when he was a kid, was very like I think they they describe him like this in the movie a, a little bit. But wasn't he very like mature for his age? He was very yeah. Like, he's he's like a little old ways. man. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's a nervous he, like, fellow. He like watches birds. His his fa- his hobby is bird watching. That's when he has his first encounter with it. Is when he's when he's out bird watching. Mm-hmm. He's just he doesn't have as strong of an imagination as the other kids. He just everything has to fit ordered into his mind and things that can't reasonably exist are just too much for him and he kind of shuts down. That's why he's the most susceptible. And in the going back a little bit to the kids in the 1991 they have a scene that they don't really have in the new one where I think I know what you're talking about. It comes I... out of the drain as the deadlights. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you don't know what I'm talking about. So in the in the nineteen ninety one, when they go into the drain before they confront it as kids, uh-huh. uh it's got you got Stan and Henry Bowers and his friends and it just oh. comes down the pipe as that really, really bright light. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Stan and Bowers both look at it, and Henry Bowers' hair immediately turns white. Yeah. And Belch Huggins gets, like, lifted off the ground and pulled into the pipe backwards with, his like, his body contorting in a weird way. Mm-hmm. That's, that fucked me up as a I kid. I love that like, part. Seeing, <laughs> seeing him, like, get folded, basically, and getting sucked in a pipe, and he's just like, Belch! And I'm just like, oh my god! <laughs> but I, I think I think having that part in the 1991 gives a lot more reason for why Stan killed himself. Because of all mm-hmm. the kids, he was the one who saw the deadlights. Yeah, he was the one. Who, and Pennywise is a very, or it is a very like Lovecraftian creature. That right. When you see it in its true form, it just breaks your mind mm-hmm. and i he, he got just a short glimpse of it but i think where everybody else you know they were scared for stan he just could not go back his mind would break if he had to do that again what is up spooky time faithful this is one of your hosts j dog j dizzle in the hizzle i'm here to tell you about a new little show we've got on our patreon page patreon.com slash spooky time podcast that little show was called jazz and jay are fucking cursed here's a little taste of what you've been missing i think we need to drink more for it to resonate (laughs) well we clinked our glasses and uh clink clinker and the stinker the ceremonial lighting of the torch lighting up the torch All right. Spooks on, bitches. All right, so let's dig in. <laughs> that We don't have bongs in this. I know. This that was memorial, my drink. That was my memorial drink. Room. I, I tricked you all. Jazz and Jay are fucking cursed. Our limited series taking a deep dive into the cursed films show on Shudder. Currently streaming all five parts available now. Patreon.com slash spooky time podcast. Give it a listen. Give it a like. Tell us what you think. Do you like these limited series? Do you like want more limited series? I don't know. I'm excited. Uh, more things coming. Possibly an Adam Sandler miniseries coming up. 
shit up! Who knows? Hopefully, it's happening. Don't worry. It'll be great. Okay, I love you. Goodbye. Back to Spooky Time Presents. So we get we get our all our main characters to come back to Derry as adults, and they see the town, and they they all meet up together at uh, the Jade Jade of the Orient restaurant mm. in Derry, which I'm sure Maine has excellent Chinese food. <laughs> <laughs> Rural Maine. Oh, the best. Uh, yes. <laughs> um. But I yeah I feel like any any small town has a Chinese restaurant that everyone goes to. I think almost everywhere has to have a Chinese restaurant, a pizza restaurant. Exactly. It's like pizza, McDonald's, Chinese food. Yeah. Or Subway. I cannot think of a town that I've ever been in that did not have a uh, a McDonald's. Like Starbucks is one thing. Because like, yeah. I know like where Jazz's family is from mm-hmm. is like super like... Super rural, like yeah. you're basically in Wisconsin, and there's like nobody out there. And they like we. Her brother was like, "We just got a Starbucks like a year or two ago," <laughs> and I'm just like, "Why are you talking Southern?" And he's just like, "What? Do, what are you talking about?" <laughs> like, yeah. It, um, Taylor, the yeah, town that Taylor like, works in yeah. just got a Starbucks. They got their first oh. Starbucks. There, it wasn't as much of a small town thing. It was more of just a. They had two local coffee shops and global domination. They were like, we don't <laughs> want Starbucks coming in here and competing with our small town coffee shop. They took our jobs. So sad. So stupid. Don't do that. I thought do that. You make really oh. good lemonade, Scratchy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! We get all our we get all our characters having a reunion, and I they, they do pretty good in both adaptations. I I kind of feel like the 1991. I I get that like kind of happy reunion feeling a little bit better. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's weird, right? Now that we're all here. Everything just comes back faster, faster. I mean, all of it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when uh, Mike called me, I threw up. Isn't that weird? Like I got nervous. I got like sick, and I threw up. <laughs> but I feel fine now. I feel very relieved to be here with you guys. Why is everybody looking at me like this? When Mike called me, I crashed my car. Seriously? Yeah. Shit, man, I hear you. I mean, my heart was literally like pounding right out of my chest. I thought it was only me. It was like pure. F- Fear. It's fear. What you felt. Why do we all feel like that, Mike? You remember something we don't, don't you, Mike? Something happens to you when you leave this town. The farther away, the hazier it all gets. But me, I never left. So yeah. I remember. I remember all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, totally. Stronger. Um. But then they're interrupted when the fortune cookies come, and each person's cookie has some dick in it, disgusting (laughs) creature or something in it to freak them out. Uh 
Yeah, that was I, I I thought that was a little okay in the I thought the the creature monsters were like super cool in the 90 in the 90s version. Mm-hmm. Um like it like little claws start coming out of yeah. the uh yeah. of the side and like one's like an eyeball that's moving, but like in the 2017 one, I, I it was like I was almost like too grossed out by it because like wasn't like one like a fetus or something. It was like a baby, but it was also like a really big bug, and it was like crying. Yeah, it was like a crying baby face scorpion that was like yeah. running around the, the thing, and then there was like a like a almost like a bird fetus thing. Yeah, I think that one yeah. was for Mike, even uh-huh. though they didn't do the bird in the as his scare. In the thing, I think that was uh-huh. a little bit of a nod to Did it. Did we talk about that in the last episode? That that was one of Mike's like, yeah, big. Yeah, that was Mike's okay. big thing was the, the bird. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then uh, does Richie gets the eye in both ones too, right? Yep. Yes. They did that in the '91. They didn't tell anybody what was going to be in their fortune cookie. <laughs> so the, the it, it's a very genuine reaction when Richie opens his. He's like, "Oh my God, it's an eye!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, then, a toast to Mr. Michael Hanlon, the man without whom none of this would have been necessary. See my fortune now. You're going to be eaten by a big, greasy monster. Have a nice day. You had no idea what I was going to be I demand to speak to the chef. <laughs> I'm going to sue. I'm taking this to night court. Oh my god. Night Court. I oh yeah. I appreciate Night Court. Same. But yeah, Night Court rules and honestly, like I don't I think that Bill Hader and uh Harry Anderson are both on par to be uh, as the same character, but like I'm going I'm this might be a hot take, mm-hmm. but I certainly believe John Ritter was a better adult Ben than whoever the fuck played him in the 2017 version. I name? don't even know the guy's name. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure his Shoo- name. I'm looking it up. Shoesy Carmichael? Or, I, I think, or, uh, yes, actually, you're Shoo- right. I can't Shoo-Z believe you got Carmichael. that right. <laughs> I think John Shoo-Z Ritter is definitely Carmichael. a stronger actor. And he's oh, totally. And a bigger name. I, did, I, I, I thought the actor who played Ben in the new one was really good, though. I, I think he... He was really good. Jay Ryan. His name is Jay Ryan. I thought Jay Ryan was very good at imitating the mannerisms of child bad person. Yes, and he looks a lot like him too. I actually, yeah, I I, I thought I thought that he was cast really well. I didn't think like his part was really anything like standout. I mean, especially Mm -hmm. when you have him next to Bill Hader, but I, I did think he did a great job at making me believe that this is an adult version of that kid we saw in part one. Sure. Um, there's a cameo you know they... by uh, b- uh, the, the, the kid who played um, ben. young Ben in the 1991 is in like the, I think he's one of, in the boardroom. He's, he's, like he's an employee m- at Ben's firm in, in the 2019 one. I think that was supposed to be like a fake out. They kind of have him like you're. I think you're supposed to be like, oh, this is Ben because he even looks like him. Uh-huh. And then, and then it's like, no, no, no. Ben is on like a Skype call. Yeah. And he's in his socks in his super rich ass apartment with. Oh with a yeah. Golden yep. turtle behind him. Golden turtle. Mm-hmm. 
I feel like you can Harry find that Turtle on the Urban Dictionary somewhere, and I don't Golden want to know. Turtle. I don't know what. I don't want to know what it means. Well, it's when you. Uh, it's when you have a you 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 fuck a girl with a you pee on a girl with a backpack on. <laughs> <laughs> a full backpack that's that she that she's on her back and she can't get up at all. Yes. Yes. His legs and arms flailing. Oh my god. I said I didn't want to know. <laughs> I just said But she that. has to be snapping. She has to be snapping at it. Like, <laughs> or I feel like she it could involve like life alert in some way. Oh I've fallen and I can't get up. Oh, oh my god. No. <laughs> this is going into illegal territory. <laughs> um, oh, I think it's... that. Okay, Go so ahead. you guys remember a little movie called uh, Heavyweights, right? About a yes. bunch of fat uh, kids at a fat yes. camp. Yes, <laughs> Taylor and I just watched that together because I was like, Jared oh. has been telling me to watch this movie for like 12 years now, and I've never <laughs> seen it, and he talks about it all the time. Every day. Dude, <laughs> I remember enough. seeing that movie. I, 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 have, I remember the first time I fucking watched that movie on Disney Channel, and it was like, it like rocked my world. I was straight up eating McDonald's and like candy because my sister was in high school selling candy for something, nice. and I was just like sneaking candy bars out of her box and eating McDonald's. And I'm just like, oh, oh man, I should be at that camp too. And it's just like sneaking candy bars out of her box. I'm feeling skinny, Tony. So much. <laughs> Taylor and I have ever made more intense eye contact than we did just now. When you I said think she, that. she kept it in the laundry room, and I was just like, just like no one's gonna notice if a Snickers goes missing. <laughs> Full circular it. lips, like oh. <laughs> 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 Okay. So funny. Like 30s cartoons. <laughs> yeah. But oh my god. But okay. But they should have gotten they should have gotten the kid that plays little Jerry Gardner to play Ben for the 2017 version of it uh-huh. or the 2019 version because this kid straight up he used to be a little fat boy and he grew up to become a hottie McHotterson. Oh, good for him. Like He's like ripped stand. now. <laughs> Yeah, cool. exactly. Yeah, not a bad idea. And that Heavyweights is so I good, mean, man. Like we watched it we, and we were like, "Holy shit, that movie was great." F- thank you. I'm glad. I'm glad you finally guys got it. We almost Jasmine and I almost saw that for my birthday like 2 years ago in like 35 mm at the music box cuz we were downtown. <laughs> they were playing Heavyweights at the yes. music box. And, and I just like I looked at Jasmine and I'm like, this is some sort of like this is some sort of cosmic joke. Like we were either <laughs> gonna go trap. see Mandy uh-huh. on 35 millimeter or we were gonna go see Heavyweights on 35 millimeter. <laughs> oh my god! I cannot god. think of two more opposite movies than <laughs> Mandy and Heavyweights. Dude, I wanted to double, I wanted to double feature that shit, but like we ended up staying in and and watching Bandersnatch, and I was <laughs> like. Oh, I was, it was, I was like, oh, I've seen both of them. And it's just like, but this is new and exciting. And then I, she went to bed at our, we stayed at our friend's place. So she ended up going to sleep Uh and I spent like, I think we watched, I, I, by that point, we like started the movie at nine Uh and I was up until like 3am, like trying to get like different endings. Uh huh. Oh yeah. That's that black mirror film. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that was like, oh my god, this is crazy! Like, am I even real? Like, what is this game? Like, what is this book? Like, oh, but anyway, yeah. 
That's all I have to say about heavyweights. I have a lot more to say about heavyweights. Like but this is the wrong podcast for that. Yeah, for that's a Patreon episode. Yes, <laughs> Patreon eight part series. The three get, of us do an us... eight part episode. <laughs> Each episode will be like four minutes, but I mean, it'll be eight parts that way. We could just oh do one gosh. episode about Jerry Stiller or the Stiller family as a whole. <laughs> yeah. All hi, 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 hi! Uh. Aw, R.I.P. Jerry. Oh, okay. Um. Never let anyone sign your checks. <laughs> so, so um, they all meet up at, at the the Chinese restaurant. Um, they're happy to see each other. And then Mike's like, "Actually, guys, I got some bad news. Remember why I called you here in the first place?" No, not and at then, all. Yeah, in the new one, like Richie throws up a lot in it. Chapter two, it's like a running mm-hmm. gag. No pun intended. <laughs> that like he he throws up. When he initially gets the call from That's how Mike. we first see him is bursting out of a door, a back yeah. alley doorway and throwing up over a railing. And then, huh. yeah, I think he he vomits like three times in this it movie. Might be more than that. Might be. Queasy fellow. Jade in the Orient is already the third time. My God. Because I think he threw up on stage too. <laughs> no, he was just forgetting his lines. He oh, was like, I okay. forgot the joke. And then everybody booed him. Uh, you suck. <laughs> Isn't it Nanners it. that Will Poulter was originally cast as Pennywise? I still want to see it for like the 2017, like the new ones. Make it into a, like a half hour thing, just as a. I just want to see, see what it done. I just want to. I. Does somebody Who? have his number? I just want to talk. Uh, like, the the kid from We're the Millers. Oh, that kid was in Bandersnatch. He was in the Snatch. Revenant. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. They, they, when they were still going to go with uh, Kerry Fukunaga's It, he was their choice for Pennywise. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. And then it got that completely been... changed around. Well, I think he had to back out for some reason. I think they were they still they wanted him. I thought they just didn't want him after they changed directors. And I don't writers. know. I, I always, I don't know why I thought that was like just a, a scheduling conflict with him. Hmm. Um, so and did maybe, they, did I mean, they shoot... These movies were the 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 new it chapter one and two of 2019 respectively. Those were um, in development hell for like seven years. They originally wanted Chloe Grace Moretz to play Bev. <laughs> like that's oh, how God. long they've been planning these movies. Um, yeah, yeah. Obviously, Ringle. she's she's like our age. No, she's a few years younger. Than <laughs> us, but still, yeah. Oh my goodness! Uh, I'm glad they I mean, took the is, time, though. You know, because they ended up yeah, oh yeah, really good. I mean, I I like the new ones a lot. One one is a masterpiece. Now two two I have issues with just because I don't know if it was like I I understand it's it's almost like Star Wars. You're gonna get one every other year, mm-hmm. but I mean at that I feel like with I I almost feel like it should have been the next year that they put part two out. That would have been cool. That would have been better, in my opinion. But you had to wait a you had to wait a whole uh, yeah. They like, would have had to kind uh, of two film years. at the same time then. Though. Yeah, and yeah. I think that there are a lot of people. Um, most of the cast of Chapter Two wouldn't have done the movie had the first one not been so the popular. Selling horror movie. Yeah, know. exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, I I, re- I really don't think that they would have gotten Bill Hader and Jessica Chastain for that movie. 
and uh, and, and James McAvoy for that movie. I think, he's, I think he's actually the biggest, kind of almost the biggest star. Not that I think I think Bill Hader steals the show, but I think James McAvoy might be the. You don't think Jessica Chastain? Yes. Yeah. Mm, no. I, I think really? I think those two. I I think those two were the biggest one, but yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, Bill Hader stole the show. Oh, I yeah. think what the first. The first one had uh, I what the biggest name in in the in chapter one was what Finn Wolfhard yeah yeah and he like that they that they they pretty much like rode that on the Stranger Things hype totally personally yeah and I I just like because I was like oh man I was like super worried it was gonna suck because it's like oh man he's like already doing Stranger uh, Stranger Things which is like basically a Stephen King yeah Stranger thing. Things mm-hmm. is really kind of just like taking like a love Stephen letter King nostalgia. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. and then he's finally like, "Okay, he's in it, but it's different." So yeah, it, it, I, he played a very different character than Mike on Stranger yes. Things, and I think that was oh, necessary. totally. You can't just drop if if they had him play Bill, it wouldn't have worked. Yeah. Oh yeah, that would have been bad, very bad. <laughs> now, is, is there um, with is there uh. Is there like um, footage at all of um, Will Poulter as Pennywise, or it just it never got to that point? Yeah, I don't think it ever got to that point. If they did film it, no, they didn't such a bummer. So there's it's, it's literally just the audition that apparently they, he blew them away. Damn. With his, I was hoping his. for some like. I would love to see yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, I was hoping for some like Eric Stoltz, like Back to the Future yeah. style footage or some shit. Like they're like, oh my god, that shit like blew. I didn't see that stuff until I was like twenty, and I'm like, holy crap, that's nuts. Mm-hmm. That guy's not Michael J. Fox. Like, <laughs> that's the drug dealer from Pulp Fiction. What? <laughs> oh like, yeah, that shit was nuts. But anyway, so, um, so. So, um, and then, yeah, with, with chapter two, um, or in, in chapter one and chapter two, Sophia Lillis, Sophia Lillis is actually like a lot shorter than she looks. She's like five feet tall. Um, or at least she, she was at the time of filming and she had to be like up they 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 had to like make her taller for oh, a yeah. lot of the scenes, and I'm assuming they had to do that with the second one too because those kids shot up like weeds. Finn Finn Wolfhard, Finn he like, weighs like five pounds. He looks he looks like a spider. He did the same thing as like Bran Stark. Yeah, all of a sudden <laughs> it's like who's that guy? Oh my god! Oh my god! John Oliver. John Oliver, not Jamie Oliver. John Oliver. Jesus Christ. John Oliver is in it chapter two? No, chapter one. He's in he's in the diner. Um, you can see him very briefly. He like loves the movies or the books so much they, that they were like, Hey, you want a cameo? They put him in like they put uh, Colbert in the Hobbit movies. Yes. That is exactly <laughs> a little it. tiny part. Yes. So Due to the nature of this movie having to be... It, it's a pretty long movie, but having to be its own complete separate story, they needed to add a little bit to pad out the story. Yeah. So they have Mike has all of the adults go out, and they have to find some sort of totem mm-hmm. to fight it with. The past is buried, but you're going to have to dig it up. 
piece by piece. And these pieces, these artifacts, that's why we're here. They are what you'll sacrifice. And since Stan isn't here to find his, I figured we should all be here together to find his artifact. I think Bill just did that. So you get each each character's like gets gets an, uh, reintroduced to Pennywise and gets another scare in, mm-hmm. and kind of starts to remember the town. Right. So, um, quick question: uh, Is Richie Richie Tozer's character isn't secretly gay in the book? Is he? No. Okay, so that was just a brand new thing huh, that they threw no. into the twenty nineteen. But I really like that. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. I think it's an interesting uh-huh. approach, and uh huh, yeah. I I liked it. I just wish there was one scene in particular that we'll probably get to when we're covering like the final confrontations of like kids and adults. But there was like a there was a part where I kind of wanted him just to be like, I'm gay. Oh, okay. But yeah, I, I know what you mean. There's yeah, because there's yeah. Well, I mean, we can get into it more when we get to that point. But it, that was like, I'm like, oh, they th- that just kind of fell flat to me because it was just like we're kind of talking about it, we're kind of dancing around it, but he's it's it it they never really kind of committed to it. Uh-huh. If that's like what it was or like, I don't know. Well, yeah. I yeah, know. I mean they did. It was it was it was made pretty obvious. I think. Or I should say, yeah, they com- but... they committed to like that's what it was, but like he he never. It didn't come full circle. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a good way. I know to put what you it. mean. Yeah. So they're Full. they're sort of confronted with their their past. Yeah. By mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And um, Bill gets this uh, scene with this kid on a skateboard, who kind of rem- oh, yeah. reminds him of his his brother, and they they kind of talk, and he asks him like, he tells him to be careful. He says, "Do you ever hear?" sounds coming from the sewers and the kid's like oh no i do hear them coming up from the drain though mm-hmm. in my bathroom uh, and i, I like, get out i like this kid Leave. he's the one in in the new one yeah um dean 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 um i thought his name was porgy Por- what kind of name is that <laughs> I thought that that's why he reminded him so much of his little brother. He's like, Porgy. Oh, I mean, I mean, Porgy. What's your name, little boy? Porgy. Wow. Uh, that's, that sounds a lot like Georgie. <laughs> that, w- that would have been a little too on the nose his for the brother's name is the, Bort. The, the apprentice. Excuse me, are you talking dentist. to me? My name is also Bort. <laughs> Porgy. But uh, yeah, and I, I like we get this scene where he. he Later, a little later on, Bill goes to the, the the carnival and he goes into the Hall of Mirrors. Yeah. Oh fuck. I like I like more. I like the added child killing in this one. <laughs> oh, did you? You, didn't, you don't get any child killing in the adult part of the book. That's great, man. <laughs> Amen, brother. I'm watching. I'm like, it's scary though. Child killing. Yeah. Oh, it fucking freaks you out. <laughs> oh, definitely the... not enough dead kids in this. Movie. And, and the little girl with the, with the birthmark on her face. Yeah, that was you so her, sad. You see her right at the beginning with uh, with the gay couple who get yeah. assaulted at the fair, and uh-huh. then and then you see her again underneath the bleachers, which I remember being about that age, going to football games yeah. and being kind of yeah. afraid of mm-hmm. under the bleachers. It's kind of a scary spot when you're a little kid. Mm-hmm. But I like that he 
I feel like in every other iteration, he really just tries to lure kids in with like promises of the carnival and popcorn. But this, this she she was genuinely scared of him. She's like, "You're scary, and I don't like you." And yeah. he used the fact that. She has some part of her appearance he that used her insecurity. Other kids don't uh. like, and she, he's that he's like, oh, people make fun of me for the way I look too, and got her in close. Fucked up. That makes me want to cry. If you're my friend, why are you hiding in the dark? You're not my friend. You're scary. <laughs> Why are you crying? People always make fun because of the way I look. I thought if you couldn't see my face, then maybe you would want to be my friend. Oh, silly old Pennywise, you'll never have no friends. People make fun of me too. They do? Because of this. Oh, that little thing. I can blow that thing right away. You could? Oh, yes. One poof, and it'd be gone. <laughs> you would have to get close enough to see my face. I don't know, Vicky. No, it's okay. I won't make fun. I promise. Promise, promise. Okie dokie. Just come on in a little closer, and we'll blow it away on the count of three. <laughs> One, two, you're supposed to say three. So, um, we, we, we are, I want to go into which, uh, 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 I'm having a stroke right now. Um, <laughs> almonds. Do you smell, you smell almonds. <laughs> um, I, I, I want to talk about oh, the fears that each of the uh, Losers Club seven have. It's seven, right? Well, Stan's, well, Stan's dead. dead. Losers. So um, and Mike kind of is doing his own thing. He doesn't have to remember. Yeah. He so, knows. So they had their fears when they were kids. Do they differ as adults? I think some of them, some, some do. Some do. So you get... You, Eddie, it's uh-huh. pretty much the same thing. You get the leper, but his mom's there too. It's more of a, it's less of the leper coming straight for him, and now it's more trying to protect his mother from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's real fucked up. I I didn't know that scene was great. I didn't think. I thought it felt kind of flat. It felt like a little too Evil Daddy. Yeah, oh. which I love Evil Dead in an yeah. evil dead movie but in this i don't know it it was it was no i i like i i, I don't think know. i think that might be why i like it i think it was a little like kind of cartoony yes totally cuz he he with a, 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 a few of the like cg scares in this movie i feel are a little cartoony the in 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 the 2019 well, it, one yeah um yeah you're right. It goes to it goes to it's like it's it's trying to set you up for like oh my god he's going into this like he's getting deeper and deeper underneath the pharmacy and there's like this weird room and he's trying to help his mom like is is it his mother that's yeah. in there yeah. she's like Eddie I'm in here 
his mom, he's trying to get his mom out of like some creepy ass trap. And then all of a sudden, like the pharmacist is a le- is the leopard and like leopard just throws up on him. Yeah. That and was then, gross. It's gross, but I, that I don't was, know, but, this just didn't really work. But for then me. it totally, it, it like totally doesn't, it didn't work for me when they went in to play the Deadpool song. Uh, oh yeah. Um, morning of the, yeah. I was it, like, what the I, f- I, I didn't what? know what that what that was trying it was, to it was like, this scene's missing strangely something. placed and, and it did remind me of Deadpool yes. I don't, immediately I remember that <laughs> I, I don't know if it was just meant to be like uh, just like what the fuck huh. moment sort of like yeah. you know how you just like get those like quick transitions to like a song that definitely doesn't like like at the end of an American Werewolf in London yeah when you go from uh, Jared have you seen that movie Oh yeah. Okay. When you go from like everybody, like like Alex is crying, and the cops have just shot David, um, and like everyone's like so sad, and then all of a sudden it cuts to the credits, and it's like a super peppy version of Blue Moon. Uh, um, yeah. It's like that, but it just I feel like if they had played like uh, maybe a different song, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. A new work. kids on the block song, maybe? <laughs> that was Ben's yeah. thing. I know it was Ben's thing. That was ben. But I, I just it didn't really I don't know. Yeah. So like what? Eddie's afraid of getting thrown up on. Um <laughs> Richie uh, remembers his <laughs> encounter as a kid with uh the Paul Bunyan statue. Mm-hmm. No one wants to play with the clown anymore. Play a game with me, would you? How about Street Fighter? Oh, yes, you like that one, don't you? <laughs> or maybe Cruise or the Hair. Oh, you wouldn't want anyone to pick truth, though, would you, Richie? You wouldn't want anyone to know what you're hiding. <laughs> I know your secret, your dirty little secret. I know your secret, your dirty little secret. <laughs> Should I tell them, Richie? Oh, this isn't happening. This isn't real. This is real. It isn't happening. It isn't real. He's afraid of burly bears. <laughs> he cannot even walk past the brawny aisle. <laughs> just sees the bottom jaw of that flanneled man and just starts going into convulsions. Oh, no. Why Why does that Paul Bunyan make me so horny? God. <laughs> oh, poor, and then, poor Richie. And then, and then Pennywise himself, sho- himself shows up with a pyramid of balloons and threatens that he's going to tell everyone me. your dirty little secret. And that was like the it was it was like jarring and I didn't know why until I was like reading about it. That scene whenever he's talking to adult Richie in in the 2019 it he he like walks like a normal person Pennywise like mm-hmm. wa- like stomps yeah. toward him like come back and play with the clown you know the... he doesn't do anything weird or creepy it's just like like bratty stomping yeah and I yeah. was like huh. Yeah, that was kind of strange to me. I um yeah, but in 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 the 1990 version, he he 
um, confronts Richie initially in the library. Oh, yeah. Um, yep. And every, those balloons are popping all over everybody, and there's blood everywhere. Oh, my it's God, yeah. And I don't know, he's I like just it. trying to get him. He's, he's less trying to scare him and more just trying to get him to, like, have a freak out in the library when nobody else can see anything. Yeah. <laughs> get out of town, Tozier. You're too old to stop me. Mama, mama, mama. Do you have Prince oh Albert in a can? You do? <laughs> well, you better let him out. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. You're funny. There's a, uh, but the, the definitely the Richie ones, I think I remember more. Uh, I The the Richie scare uh, in the 2019 one just kind of reminds me of what the new versions uh, do so well. Uh, you can just kind of, you see everyone in the foreground behind Richie. Like, they're not in focus because Richie's the main thing you're supposed to be watching. Mm -hmm. But, like, if you're looking behind him, like, there's all these people yeah. kind of like in this in this town square kind of hanging out and just talking. And then all of a sudden they all turn and they're like staring at yes. him or staring at the statue. This these two movies have so many little nods and so many little like you got to It's like it's meant to be watched on several occasions yes. so that because I know that um, there's a scene when when uh, uh there, there. I can't remember exactly who, but in the 2017 one, someone is watching the television, and if you're listening oh, to yeah. it, it's um, the, the, it's saying like, the, "Go into the well, kids. Like you'll it's float fun down there. To go play in the drains. Yes. And then, and then, and then, uh, there's another scene where it they like straight up like show you the television and like what's happening. And, and it's like, oh, yeah. He's telling he's telling Henry to kill yeah. them all, Henry. Yeah. Kill them all. Kill them all. Uh, Crazy little Henry Bowers. Yeah, that's a that's we'll, we'll touch upon him in a hot second after we get all the all the fears out of the way. But oh, my God, Henry Bowers is I in this one. I think he's almost he's creepier in the new ones than he is in the. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. In the old ones. Uh, but yeah, like you got you got Richie's afraid of being gay. So he's afraid of himself. Wow. Oh, really deep. Uh, Thank you. Uh, um, and then what's you didn't it? write it. Uh, <laughs> ben has a has a scene where he remembers being scared as a kid, where he he's alone in a. I guess it's is it summer school. I don't know why they're in school during the summer. Summer school. I, I guess. Don't fucking know. I but don't know. Um, ben doesn't seem like he'd go to summer school because he's like really smart. But maybe uh, he just goes to hang out. Like just go, goes Sheedy. to hang out with Beverly. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, I meant as a friend. Oh, you actually thought I could like someone as fat and gross and disgusting like you? No matter how many stupid poems you write! Your hair is with their fire! <laughs> She's like, oh, wait, I didn't tell you, Ben. My dad's Nicolas Cage, and I'm the next generation of the Ghost Rider. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, go, 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 go. <laughs> Running after him, laughing teeth. like Mr. Krabs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining, like, shattering teeth, just, like, with little little feet, just jumping up and down. <laughs> 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 Captain Spaulding. Please, Pennywise. <laughs> 
We get Beverly going. She tries to see if her father's still in town or still alive, and she rings the doorbell, and somebody, this old woman, Mrs. Kirsch, lives Mm -hmm. in her old apartment, and she's being sweet, but definitely off. Psycho, like that one song. You can tell right away there's something wrong with this woman. (laughs) And... Yeah, well, then she shows you what's yeah, wrong. Well, with her. No, she well, shows us. Bev all right. is preoccupied looking at things. You get a lot of background creepy shots of Mrs. Kirsch taking off her clothes and doing a funky <laughs> jig across the so the creepy. I was always Daddy's little girl. What about you? Are you still his little girl, Beverly? It's like she had like a scratch she couldn't reach on her back. It's like that's like how I imagine her movie. That's like one that 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 was like the trailer. That was yeah, that, that was the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it it depending on what movie you were seeing. Oh it yeah, was, it was like a red band trailer, or it was like a PG thirteen yeah um, version where she was still wearing mm-hmm. underwear yeah uh, but no regardless ah. I remember I remember being in the theater the first time I saw it and people were laughing because mm. of like how oh. goofy it was but I'm like horrified I'm so, I I think I'm just oh, I'm yeah, just one that... of those people where like everybody else can be like nervously laughing at something yeah. laughter can be a reaction to exactly being a scared. but I'm just like what the fuck that's not funny at all. Yeah. The elderly unnerve me. <laughs> I think that's the moral of the story here. <laughs> but you got to think, too, out of all the old people that they probably cast for this, that lady looked the best naked, probably. <laughs> Definitely. That's probably how she got the role. <laughs> Open casting. Man, she's Nude hot. ladies, 75 plus. <laughs> <laughs> girls, girls, girls. <laughs> oh yes barely oh, alive yes. <laughs> they're not even wearing a smile gesture suggestively <laughs> ooh la la okay so Bev yeah Bev gets attacked um, so in the book does Mrs. Kirsch go into the whole like my father Being, was in the circus, blah, 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 type thing. Or was that, like, a strictly... Yeah, that that was something I didn't really quite understand. Because it was, like, was Pennywise... Like, did he have, like, a wife and, and a yeah, little Yeah, that's, that's, that's not as much in the book. I don't think that's canon. Book. Okay. <laughs> and I think, I think they, that they were going to... They, they, they had to cut a lot of scenes. And I think what they were going to do with that was that... that, that Bill yeah. Skarsgård in the... The, 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 the flashback thing, I think they were going to have that be an actual man named Robert Gray that came uh, under the right. influence of it okay. and was like kind of the first real iteration of Pennywise. And then after he died okay. from that, that time every 27 years of it showing up. It just uses his, his likeness his likeness as okay. Pennywise, realizing, oh, I I like this character. Yeah. I'm going to keep using this. Interesting. Yeah. That's... That would have been cool as fuck to see, though, like in the movie. Like, I, that's kind of like the route I thought or was hoping they were going to go. Like, oh, he like 
he basically like uh, uh, the thinged some random guy down on his luck who's a clown. Yeah. Uh, but then like he just uses his body as a meat suit and or just mm-hmm. like copies his body and like that would have been cool to like have a little background on. But I mean. I understand budgets it's, are rough. It's already an over two-hour movie, and it's a horror movie. A, yeah. Two-hour-plus horror movie is almost unheard of. Yeah. Um. So, who are we missing? Uh, Bill. Well, we talked about Bill with the with the skateboard kid. Skateboard kid. Oh, yes, that's skateboard right. Skateboard kid has the, the, the shining carpet print on the bottom of his skateboard oh yeah. yes um, I thought yes that was cute. i did remember seeing that yeah yeah uh bill ben mike mike was just kind of like uh what happened mike with doesn't mike? need to have his flashback but when when bill goes back to the library to talk to mike we get a little bit of mike backstory um and some of the stuff he's been doing to research he brings up the ritual to try and defeat right. it uh we get it kind of they kind of cover some stuff that happened in the book in about five seconds and i was like oh why did you even include it if you're not going to do it Blum. they have right they have mike talk about a native american vision quest that he went on and th- there's all there's like this really brief thing where they show a meteor coming to Earth. They showed me the past. Showed me the way it appeared to them. They showed me their pain. Told me how to stop it. Did you see it? Ritual. The ritual of Chud. I saw the whole fucking thing. And in the book, that's actually a thing that happens when they're kids. They they in their like underground clubhouse that mm-hmm. we see, they mm-hmm. fill it with smoke. They all try and stay in it as long as they can. One by one, they can't take it. And it's left with Mike. I think it's Mike and Richie. Yeah. Are the only ones who can take it. And they have a vision Aww. quest and they see millions of years ago perhaps before humans were even humans yet it arrives on earth mm-hmm. through this asteroid impact yeah and they realize that it not only at first they think it it's from outer space but it's not from outer space they just understand that it's it's from the space between spaces. Ah. It exi- it Damn. comes from outside of reality. Mm, yes, that place between asleep and awake. Which which is our first. That's where I'll always love you, Peter Pan. <laughs> it's our first little introduction that oh, this is this is cosmic horror. This is Lovecraftian. Yeah. This is oh. monstery. Tentacles. 
turtles. And 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 in the Clowns. in the 2019 we get we get Mike doses Bill. Yeah, he drugs just a little him. bit so that he can he can see what's what's gonna happen, and we're we're what introduced to the movie version <laughs> of the ritual of Chude. Chude. Mm-hmm. Hey, Which you. is just kind of everybody <laughs> standing around in a circle holding hands with this leather pyramid cool. in the middle of them. <laughs> I guess this is the best description for it. And that th- that's why I call my ball set. <laughs> <laughs> because there's three. Yeah. Oh, whoa. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> the doctor says it's fatty tissue. <laughs> So, so then we get our, bef- before they can go confront it, uh-huh. we start seeing what Hen- old Henry Bowers has been doing. Yeah. So wait, so wait, going, so, oh. so Leather Pyramid. Leather Pyramid, somehow the yeah. Native Americans confronted it before. Yeah. And they obviously didn't defeat it, but maybe they staved it off for 27 years it's not really made clear exactly what the result of that first attempt at the ritual was cool you mean in the movie or in the book in the movie okay in the, so... bo- in the book the the they, they don't talk about it ever having happened before oh okay interesting they're aware of its ex- the ritual's existence but they don't know if anybody's ever actually done it before oh okay so yeah, we get we get to see Henry Bowers in a in Juniper Hill uh-huh. mental asylum. Oh, uh, when Pennywise is in the moon, like <laughs> Jackie Gleason in the nineteen twenty one. Does that scare your sister? I wonder if it does. <laughs> that caricature of Jackie Gleason scares the hell out of my sister, or at least it did when she was a kid. But um... <laughs> it makes me think of domestic violence. <laughs> The moon's gonna hit me. To the moon! (laughs) Bang, zoom! You helped me once, remember? You chased those brats. Almost got him, Henry. Almost. Don't you have another chance? You gotta go back and finish the job. You gotta go back to Derry and kill them all. For me, Henry. Kill them all. Henry. Kill them all. Yeah, that's fun. I love the lack of budget in the 1990 version. Like, there's there's so much. There's (laughs) not even just that. It's just like there's so like the stop motion animation that they use, and like I don't know, just like the little things where you're like, oh. This didn't have a very large budget. Especially at the end. Yes. Oh yeah, my just, God. just put it oh Just put a uniform on a Doberman. That'll look good enough. <laughs> Crap, we've got six gotta bucks eat. left. <laughs> what do we you do? You gotta use cat you gotta use horses. <laughs> they don't look they look like cows on screen. <laughs> well, we just tape a bunch of cats together. <laughs> so so Henry Bowers sees his old friend Patrick Hockstetter. Spooky. In, the, in 2019? Spooky, yeah, spooky zombie. When he like comes out from under the bed real yeah. quick. He's so scary looking. I love it. And he get, he gives him oh. back his, his switchblade knife. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
better. My knife. And tells him that it's time to get revenge. Yeah. And he's got to kill them all. Yep. It's it's similar to the way the book goes. Mm-hmm. Um. In the book, he gets he gets out and. It's not Patrick, it's, it's, his, it's his other toady friend, Belch, mm-hmm. is waiting for him, driving Christine. Oh, yeah. He actually... Oh, my. He, 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 shows, he shows up and he's like, Henry in his, in his inner monologue is saying it's, it, he instantly recognized the car as the, as the car that his dad said, always said he was going to buy and be buried in, the 57 Plymouth Fury. <gasps> and... It's definitely Christine. Like, he, he makes it pretty clear in the book that this, for whatever reason, Belch is going to drive Henry to go kill everybody in Christine. That's great. What's the uh, what's the timeline on that? That's crazy. Like, did Christine, did he write Christine before it or, yes. or the opposite? Christine, Christine came before it. I think Christine is 80? Okay. 82? Damn. I'm not sure on the exact year of Christine, but yeah, it, he he he'd already Christine had already come Christine out. Christine existed already. Um, I hate rock and roll. So put another dime in the jukebox, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Those were the uh, original lyrics. Yeah. And then we get <laughs> we get Henry attacking our main characters. They they switch it up uh, for the book and the the movie where. Just they they do the reverse order in the book. He goes and attacks Mike in the library first. Uh, yes, and messes up Mike pretty bad, but he also gets stabbed. And then he goes to the hotel, and he's gonna do them all one by one. Mm-hmm. And he gets to whoa Eddie. He gets to Eddie's door first. Oh, and then the leper he threw up all over me. Hey, it's Mike Hanley. Why don't you come back to Maine? It's your time, Eddie. Why? Why did you do that? Because he says it's your time. (laughs) You know, Eddie. You know. Time to float. (laughs) Where did he go? Now give me back my fucking knife! She cut that fucking mullet. It's been like 30 years, man. And I, I, I feel like in the book, you're supposed to think, okay, Eddie, he's kind of the weakest one. He's the most nervous. And Eddie just, like, totally kicks his ass. <laughs> he does. Right, right away. Yeah. In, in, in the movie, he's, you know, he gets stabbed in the cheek, and, he, and then he hides behind the shower curtain, and he stabs him in the chest. But in, in the book, like, first, right away, first thing he does is just kick the door closed on Henry's arm as hard as he can and breaks it. Mm-hmm. And they have this big struggle, and... And he actually breaks a Perrier bottle 
and stabs Henry to death with it. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, so I uh, I can confirm right now that Christine was uh, 83 and it was 86. 86. Good evening, gentle viewer. You are tuning in to Kaylee's Corner, starring Kyle and Kaylee. <laughs> Yes, that's exactly how it goes. So tell me, Kaylee, what are we what are we doing here? What do we find in this corner? I'm noticing walls, but not all the way around. They kind of intersect. What what else am I missing? Um, the fact that I have been to Derry, Maine. Derry, Maine, the site of the car crash that gave Christopher Walken his powers. <laughs> um, the one that Pennywise likes to visit every 27 oh. years. Yes, good old Pennywise with his big rubber nose and feelers, I assume. Oh, oh. I'm, he's got to have feelers somewhere. Oh, absolutely. But, yes, Bangor, Maine, which is two hours north of Portland, Maine. And Bangor, Maine is where Stephen King is from. He does seem to love Maine. Yes. With, and With its trees and its buffalo. Buffalo? No, they, they, they have moose. They have moose. I believe plural is meese. Yeah, well, but I'm not. I don't know. I'm no, I'm no mooseologist. <laughs> Me neither. That's my father. They do have um. They have moose crossing all over Maine. I think it was the ring that featured a brutal haunted moose attack in their movie. I thought it was horses. I think both of them. I know the horse definitely happened. They were on the boat and it just pieced yeah. out. But I think Naomi Watts was attacked by a moose as well. It's on Netflix. I'll double check later. All right. Anyway, we're not talking about The Ring. That's Japanese. We're talking about an American author. Yes, we are talking um, about when I took the trip up to Bangor, Maine after my best friend's wedding. I woke up at 4 a.m. to drive up to this to do a four-hour Stephen King tour. Woo! Which I'm going to tell you about, Kyle, because it's very fun and very exciting. Hold on. I need to get my pen and paper out. I need to take notes. Click. I click the pen. It's ready. Go for it. So, obviously, um, we're going to focus more on the it elements of this tour. But um, there's definitely a lot of pieces from this tour that tie into other works of Stephen King's books and stories, which was really cool. Um, Some, you know, um, the The Long Walk, which is kind of, that one is wild. If you don't know what that one is, I would recommend it. Um, carry, um, a bunch of them. So I might mention a few on the way, but not a lot. Cause we're going to be talking about it and all that good stuff. All right. I'm ready. So of course I say that, but we're going to hop into, um, Mount Hope Cemetery. Do you know what the importance is of this cemetery? Uh, it brings the dead back to life, but <laughs> not quite right. You are correct because this is where they actually filmed... The scene in Pet Cemetery in the original one where Stephen King plays the priest. When they're burying little Gage? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a weird name for a kid. All right, yeah. Um, so that is a real... So that not only is featured in the movie, but Stephen King would walk in there and pull names for his characters. So uh, this is where he got the name for Georgie, which has a small little grave, you know, little tombstone. It's got a little fox sitting on top of it, and it just says Georgie. 
Georgie the Fox. Yeah. Ooh, yes. Um, but it's also where he got the name for Carrie. Was that on the other side of the tombstone? <laughs> no, but the Carrie one is huge. The The gravestone for it is huge. More of a mausoleum than a stone marker. Um, but then, so from there, we decided, we decided, as in the tour decided, that they were going to drive by a psychiatric center. Who, who lived in the psychiatric center? Henry Bowers, which was oh. where he was incarcerated. You know, he was, he's known for being the bully for the kids. You know, the famous, you know, throw, the, the stone throwing scene. Ah, uh, yes. So, Good thing none of them lived in glass houses. Yes. And so I have got, so I picked up a book while I was on this tour to make sure that I didn't forget anything. So I want to pull a direct quote where it says, Bowers is a racist and psychopath. He becomes a puppet for an interdimensional creature, it. So we know that they do some really great scenes in it. Chapter two of Henry Bowers breaking out into the 2019 version, right? Yes. The 2019 version. Where he gets the visit from Pennywise and he escapes the psychiatric ward. Him running after the balloon, freaking out. That was that was a nifty yeah, scene. It was, like it, that. that was that was absolutely one of the coolest scenes for sure. Um, but so there's a couple of places um, also throughout this tour that it's like just like briefly mentioned, like in in um, in it. One of them being the Bangor Waterworks. Which is, but it's a bigger thing in his book, um, Dreamcatcher. So that was another little thing that we uh, skirted around. So Stephen King and his wife really give a lot to um, their community. And the thing that's really cool is that he doesn't want his name on anything. Like they don't want it to be like Stephen King or Tabitha King, like none of it. They just donate and they just say, we want to make this a better community. They prefer to put Malcolm X on the cover this on the name of the school oh exactly um but there is only one place in town where you can find stephen king's name his own tombstone (laughs) close his own radio station oh i bet he plays classic rock that is part of it you know what it's wild because it's stephen king's rock station and so the station is wkit which the k is for king and it is for it 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 it's, it's all coming together. I see it. But the cool thing about this radio station is, again, like I said, the Kings like to give back to their community. So whenever a new movie comes out or, you know, like when Hulu did, um, you know, Hulu does a few. They've got a few Stephen King exclusive stuff. Yeah. They'll do advanced screenings in Bangor, but you cannot get tickets unless you win it on this radio station. And you cannot listen to it unless you are in Maine. Within the limits, yeah, of the mm-hmm. of the station. Yeah, so I mean, so you can listen to the station anywhere, like it's available online, but you cannot hear those ads and stuff to win screenings unless you're physically there. Oh, uh, I like stuff like that. That's cool. You got to be there to be a part of it. You can't just tune in from California or something to win. Right, win, and then you can like fly in and go. Like, no, it's you have to be there to win, and you have to be in the actual vicinity, which I think is really cool. Yeah. Because, you know, a lot of people would like to, you know, be around where Stephen King is and see something early and say, oh, I want it. But, you know, I'm from Illinois. Oh, no, no. You could be from Illinois, but you got to be chilling in Maine long enough to be able to win. You got to camp out on Stephen King's lawn until the tickets are given out. Exactly. But after we, um, we, we, after we uh, visited the radio station, we, uh, we went to the Barrens. 
Kyle, why, do you know why the barons are important? Uh, I mean, they're a ruling class, obviously, so they have a lot of authority, but they're lesser than the king, so they can't be too powerful to overthrow him. Oh, you know, I'm talking about, you know, where that, I already mentioned it, but that iconic, you know, a uh, rock fight happened? Yes. Yeah, so we saw what the actual Barons was. And let me tell you, I did this tour in the at the end of September. So it had the beautiful fall leaves all changing. It was very aesthetically pleasing. All um, that foliage. Yes, and it is because of that um, location. Um, so the director and his wife for the 2017-2018, Andy... And Barbara, they did the tour. Maybe it's not his wife. Maybe I was wrong. Regardless, Barbara and Andy went and they were inspired by that location. So that is why in the movie, there is that beautiful scene. Okay. Of them like jumping into the water from the Barrens. Ripped straight from reality, that one. And of course, you know, we have to pass the library because, you know, the library is a critical part of it. That's because where the that demon is... lives, right? He lives in the library with all the mean words. Oh, yeah, of course. No, that's where um, a few of our... Um, well, we know that Mike he becomes the... Like, he lives in the library. <laughs> yeah. As an adult. And, you know, um, it, we also kind of get introduced to Ben. Ben's first introduction with it is in the library. Because yeah, the red balloon. The, the basement, right? The red balloon leads him to the basement. Okay, yeah. It's all coming back to me. Um, so we're going to take a little bit of a, this is a little bit heavy, but we're going to get to it because it's important. All right. I'm ready. So there are canals in Derry, in Derry, well, in Bangor. And you've seen the 2019 version of the movie, correct? Yes. So you know that really brutal opening scene with the gay couple? Yeah. I hate to tell you this, but that actually happened in this town. Ugh. That happened in Bangor. They should probably put a stop to something like that. Yes. And, you know, it is also, it's June, so it is Pride Month. So this is also why it's very important to talk about that. Because that is so, it's so brutal. And it broke my heart when I heard and saw the actual location that this is a real thing that happened. Yeah. And I know that some people didn't understand why it was in the movie, and it's in the book, but it's it's critical. It's it's a part of this town's history that is awful. Stephen King owns it and was kind of, you know. Yeah, it's like it set it is set basically in his backyard, and he's not. And while he does ide- you know, idolize parts of it, like the Barons and stuff, it, he is also willing to say, like, hey, also in my lovely small town, we got these racist lynchers who like to go out and fuck shit up. Yeah, so um, just I'm going to take a second. Um, so the young man's name um, was Charlie Howard. He was 23, and he was attacked by three teenagers for being gay. Um, they taunted him and threw him over the State Street Bridge and into the stream name that I cannot say, um, despite his protests that he could not swim. So he suffered an asthma attack and drowned. Um, and then the three teens were um, arrested, and they did serve time. That's good, at least. Small silver lining there. Yes, and they said it is, it's an ugly part of the history of Bangor, and that um, a direct quote was, um, we the citizens of Bangor continue to change the world around us until, until hatred becomes peacemaking and the ignorance becomes understanding. Charlie Howard, an openly gay man, 
died here at the hands of hatred and ignorance on July 7th, 1984. And then Stephen King took part in a special project in 2014 um, to kind of honor this man. So sorry to get a little heavy on you, but I just wanted to bring that up because it's a it's a scene that I know a lot of people have been uncomfortable with. But it's also showing what this town went through. Yeah, I know I was taken a bit aback by it when I was first watching it and. Yeah, it's it's interesting to know that it, he's portraying it so accurately in yeah. in this movie, and that that he would do that, like almost taint his small town in the eyes of the uh, audience, yeah, for accuracy. And I mean, because that it, exactly, and that's I think it shows a lot, and I think that was worth mentioning. What else yeah. is worth mentioning is the Brady Gang, which is um, it's just another little side piece in it. But, um, spoiler, um, it actually, uh, it actually happened also in Bangor. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> um, so there was a shooting, um, where they, um, they killed Al Brady and the henchmen. Um, a third gunman was wounded and captured by G-Men at Bangor. So when they mention that also, when it's that little fun side piece, that's actually something that did happen in this small town as well. Yeah. You gotta love your gangsters. Uh, I know there's a gang around my house. It's made up of stray dogs. And man, I wish someone would shoot them. No, yes. I'm kidding. I would never advocate <laughs> for the death of dogs. <laughs> no, Probably. never. The viewers know I'm kidding. Yeah, good. They, if they don't, I think we're in trouble. But so yeah, there is. So the, he was public enemy number one. Was shot and killed by the FBI agents on October 12th, 1937. That was the day after my father was born. We went down the hill where, uh, in the last chapter of It, where um, Bill's wife, um, when she was in a coma, and he was, oh my gosh, hang on. Nope, I lied. He, um, it's where Bill rides down the bike in, um, down the hill. So that was an actual place. Okay. Um, And this is when he's getting his memory back riding the bike, right? um, Yes. That's how they portrayed it in the movie. Correct. There's a hotel that you can stay in that um, has an it room. Just like covered in clowns and stuff, or well, it's got like um, different like memorabilia from the. So they have a dairy main room, and then they also have a. So it's it's the Charles Inn. Let me make that a little bit more clear. So they have um, they have the it themed dairy room, and then they have the King Suite. So let's tie into that. Okay. I got to see Carrie's house. The Carrie from Sex yes. in the City? No. I'm more of a Samantha. <laughs> no. Carrie from Stephen King's first book, Carrie. And then I also got to see Beverly Marsh's house. Ah, uh, yes. The young redhead who everyone loves. Her hair is like fire. Yes. E water. I, don't, I forget the poem. And um, so this house is on First Street. But here, here's one of my favorite things that we got to do on this tour. So, you know, that great scene with Richie, with Paul Bunyan, and it comes down from Paul Bunyan? Yeah, yeah. Paul Bunyan is really in Bangor. Oh, buddy. It is a, so the statue was put up in 1959 um, as an acknowledgement to the lumber industry that founded Bangor. Okay, that's um, good. Was his blue ox, 
Hicks babe there too? No, unfortunately not. But it is it is it is a huge thing. It is it's really cool. So there are sixteen so there there are sixteen Paul Bunyan statues in the country and the one in Bangor is the largest and looks the most realistic. Good for them, keeping that title. Hey, it is it is creepy. But it's fun. I really liked looking at it. You could we couldn't like get out and see it, but we saw it from the van. Saw it from miles away, towering over the town. Oh yeah. Like the iron giant. <laughs> So one of the really cool parts that I really enjoyed was the Thomas Hill standpipe. So this is where um, Stanley from the Losers Club, um, he would go to the park and sit on the bench and watch the birds. Okay. Stanley was the one who didn't come back, right? Correct. Yes. Okay. So um, this is kind of a scene where, and it's in the standpipe that Stan is... um, visited by um it and it's also a place that's very prominent in the um in the in the book and in the movie so um looking at i mean like like when you look at this when you look at it you're like i feel like i like i'm like okay i know that i'm like in quote unquote dairy like this is very um this if you 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 see it and you're like yep this was in the movie yep i know what i'm looking at pennywise is really here yeah and um, the cool thing, too, is that there was a bench. Um, so the so the family that does these tours, like, they know the kings very well. Like, it's not like they're not just like some like strangers making this up. They know some the kings very well. They're just stalking them, yeah. Correct. No, this is definitely like this is a legit thing. And um, their house is right by the, the this, you know, standpipe. So they could look out and they would see Stephen King sitting on this bench looking at it writing that scene. Oh. So I I have a picture on the bench because, of course, (laughs) why not? Um, You gotta. So, yeah. So he wrote part of it longhand sitting on the bench. And then we got to see, are you ready for it? I'm putting on my seatbelt now. Hit me. I got to see the actual storm drain that inspired that opening scene with Georgie. Oh, that might be the best scene of the movie. Oh, so good. So, yeah, so they, so Jackson and Union, the street, is the corner where this storm drain is. I hate to break it to you, but it's just a normal storm drain. It doesn't look cool like it does in the movies. It is literally just, like, one of the circles in the ground with, like, the patchwork. That's it. Bummer. Um, But at the top of the street is where you would say um, Bill and Georgie's house is. So I got down on the ground. Not even kidding. I got down on the ground and I looked and I said, yeah, you know, if it was raining, the boat would float right down to here. Yeah. So it was really cool. And they, um, they, um, set up, they carry in this boat, uh, this boat. Now I got Georgie's little boat in my head. No. So they have in the van, they keep, um, essentially a Pennywise head and they put it on this. So you can take pictures and with the actual thing. So I have one of those too. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And let me mention, I did also do this tour by myself, and I was the only one there who was by themselves. <laughs> so I had a lot of um, m- moms that were with their daughters um, adopt me, so I wasn't alone, <laughs> which I will get to in a minute. But um, And then I got to see Stephen King's house. The castle he lives in. It is. The castle this... on the rock? Castle Rock? Castle Rock. <laughs> um, Stephen King's house is my 
favorite. It's it's my dream house. It's amazing. There's a lot of cool, you know, like spooky gothic things built into it. And so they told us a story about on Halloween. Um, so his wife, Tabitha, would hand out candy and Stephen King would because, um, you know, the parents usually don't go up to the house. Right. They like watch their kids go. Yeah. He would talk to the kids where he would like look out and see them, but he would talk to them through something. So they were still like having a conversation with Stephen King, but nobody else knew it except for the kids who went up. <laughs> awesome. Which I think is really cute. I really like that. I was like, heck yeah. yeah. So, and then Stephen King also owns the house next door, which would be his guest house. He's buying up all the property. But I got to tell you the, um, the best part of how this ended. So, you know, when the Losers Club as adults reunite in the restaurant... Yes, the Chinese restaurant. The Oriental Jade. Was that what it was called? Yes. And it is a real restaurant that I went to. Is it as it is in the movie? Like, would they have brought cameras into there and just filmed that scene like that? or? No, it is. Um, there are definitely pieces of it where you're like, okay, but like there wasn't like, I didn't see like a crazy side room where like they would have been. Okay. But um, there was a family. So I went by myself again because I, I'm an independent lady and I was like, I want to do this and I need to get lunch before I drive back down to New Hampshire. So yeah, one of the mom and daughters that were there from Minnesota got there the same time I did and they asked me to eat with them. Oh, that was nice. Yeah. So it was kind of really cool to talk to other Stephen King fans about the experience and have this dinner, like kind of have this meal with them at such an iconic place in the in the franchise in the franchise you know in the it realm um food was great that i just want to say fortune cookie did it say like get out now or something no the fortune cookie was just a normal fortune and i was kind of bummed they really should invest in creepy fortune cookies (laughs) they should they had talked about um so the movie theater in the town is walking distance from this restaurant So on the tour, so it's a father and a son who do the tour. And then sometimes the wife will also do a tour, but they, so it's just like one person. So Jamie was my guide who was the, who's the son. And he told us this just, it was a really sweet story about, you know, how before they would go see any Stephen King movie, they would go, they would go to the restaurant first and then walk over. All right. That's nice. And it's just, it's really cool just to kind of see. And I, I skipped a ton of other stuff that we like did and we got to see, but I just, it's really, it's just a really cool place. And it was something where I just, it was on an impulse, but like he's done, he gave a lot back to his community. And again, him and his wife, like him and Tabby, they both have done so much for this community and they just, they don't want credit for it. They said, we just want to do this. We want to fight for it. Yeah. just good for the sake of good. (laughs) So that is my, that was my little trip to um, Bangor, quote unquote, Dairy, Maine. Sounds like a nice little trip. If our viewers want to go and do it themselves, uh, can you give them like an address or like a general area for where they can find this tour? Um, well, yeah. So it is, um, it's SK Tours of Maine. Um, it is, so it's www.sk-tours.com. Um, it, it was, it was slotted to be a three hour tour, but it ended up being four. Um, <laughs> three <hour> and, tour. <laughs> but, um, it was, I mean, it was worth the money you're paying for it. It's a little, you know, it's a little expensive, but nothing too crazy, but if you're a fan of Stephen King, I really recommend going because it is just, it's really great. And it's, and they don't do like huge tour groups. It's just anybody who can fit, not, not just they're not pulling people off the street, but you've got this van, you know, it fits, I think there's, it can fit 12 people. So your tour isn't going to be more than 12. 
Okay, so it can still have that personal touch to it without being yeah. a group of 50 people and just having things shouted at you. Yeah, no, I mean, the only time where it was kind of a little bit more chaotic was at Stephen King's house. That's understandable, yeah. Right, so that's just anybody anywhere can just kind of show up. So if you want to see these really cool iconic pieces and learn more about your favorite works of Stephen King, I recommend the tour. But you can also find it online and just kind of t- to like fake your own tour, but it's, you're not going to have the same experience. So I see a real life tour would probably be much better than just the virtual Google tour you can find. Oh, I meant like you could just find like on you you could go to Bangor and look online and find out where these places are. You could oh, do that too. Okay. That's what I meant. <laughs> oh, we're talking about two different things. Okay, my mistake. Yeah, but but yeah, so it's just um, Maine's super pretty too. So it's a win. If you're gonna do it, I recommend the fall because you can get all that pretty fall foliage. Well, all right. If that's this, if that's everything, we'll uh, wrap it up and let you guys get back to uh, Jarrett and Co. Cammy yes, and, and Taylor. This, this has been Kaylee's Corner. Starring Kyle and Kaylee. Ah, I like it. <laughs> Alrighty. So the Losers Club does away with Henry. The, the tangible threat is dealt with but they uh, they still have to deal with what they came there for Mm -hmm. so they go to finally confront it yes and we get a return to the house on kneebolt street what's kind of i i really appreciated you they it separates them into different rooms and then with richie eddie and is it Bill? They they see the, they're in the room with the kitchen with the fridge, Aww. and the fridge opens up and it's Stan's corpse. Yes, Stan's child oh, corpse. Oh God! In child the fridge, yes. the head mm-hmm. falls off, and <laughs> spider legs just start to come out of it. Yes, and attack them. Oh, they. Yes. They it. And it's it's a total it's definitely I I was sitting in the theater like, "Oh, that's that's a head spider. That's a reference to the thing." And you get you actually get Yep. Richie say the line from the movie, "You got to be fucking kidding me." <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Richie, what's happening to me? You gotta be fucking kidding. I looked at Jasmine, I was like, that was from the thing. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what? Shut up! We're in the movies. And I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> Just loudly, that was from the thing! <laughs> like, almost as loud as when we saw Prometheus and, and the preview for uh, for the Jewish Exorcist came out. Oh, God. That was... And that I was like, oh, that's the Jewish Exorcist. <laughs> Mazel tov. Yeah, the guy behind you thought that was really funny. And it, it's it's a little odd that they do this this thing reference in the 2019 movie mm-hmm. because Stanley yes. in the 1990 version, yes, the adult Stanley uh-huh. is played by Richard Mashur. Uh huh. 
if I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. But he plays Clark in The Thing. Huh. <gasps> he, wow. Clark is the one who's in charge of all the dogs. Yeah. yeah. Who freaks out when they start shooting them all. I just thought that was weird that, like, the 1991 has this same actor as The Thing. And then the 2019 one, they do a very blatant homage. Uh-huh. Yeah. I feel like every movie That's should cute. have Oh, yeah, everybody loves reference. The Thing. Who doesn't love The Thing? <laughs> I think he looks just, like, very different without a beard. Oh, like, he, totally. A lot of like, people do. They, they take off that beard. And especially when it's a big yeah. beard, like... Clark has in the thing. I can't believe. Yeah. I just I can't believe men get to do that. Just take you just off get their to beard. have a beard. I mean, you could and cover up the bottom half put of a, your face. Put a beard on. I don't want a beard necessarily, as I am jealous of having one. I mean, I'm like. You have beard a envy. <laughs> beard envy. Beard take that, envy. Freud. Just, <laughs> just put a little uh put a little demoxicil on your cheeks cammy and it'll be like reelsville daddy-o <laughs> gonna find a formerly bald guy while i'm running through the streets excited that i now have good morning Springfield. <laughs> <laughs> i just watched that one like two days ago i love that episode <laughs> rolling around in the yard with, with like the kids and the dog <laughs> <laughs> oh but there's no rolling around in any yards in the rest of this movie is there no sir so they descend into the sewers and find its lair. Find a dog in a spider suit. A dog in a suit. That might have been better than the 1991. At least it, it wouldn't have looked like a Ray Harryhausen stop motion. Uh, uh, oh, boy. It's like in Frankenweenie, like <laughs> the original Earth, the one where he's like making all the movies with his dog and the dog is the dinosaur. Like that's... <laughs> you put extra legs on a dog and have it lit very darkly and running really fast. It could look a little scary. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They weren't thinking with their brains. Thinking with their dicks. Yeah. Idiots. I know Stephen King yeah. was. So. I'm just kidding. But Whoa! can we talk about that, please? Stephen King's writing of women. Can we talk about Stephen King's writing of all seven of these children fucking each other? Oh, that, yeah. At the end of... Yeah, what's that? I, I knew it was going to come up. I was a little nervous that I was going to be the one that have to bring it up. But, <laughs> but thank it you, was Cammie, me. For, <laughs> for taking, thank you for taking that burden off of my uh, off of my proverbial uh, uh, boy voice, we'll, we'll say. Boy voice? <laughs> yes. You're welcome. The very one I sp I'm speaking I think. With. Anyway, you want me? You want me to go ahead? I don't know anything uh, about it. You Taylor, why are all these kids fucking each other? This is why we know that Ben has a big dick. Stephen King likes Coke. <laughs> 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 and so do I, in, but in, I didn't get his, to that point. In his alcoholic Coke addict mind, decided, hey, you know what would be really good in my twelve hundred page book? Three kids of a three pages of a child train. Ugh. It wait, I thought they were in a cave, not on a train. <laughs> choo choo, motherfucker! It's it's falsely <laughs> identified by everybody as a child orgy, but it is in fact a train. There is a difference because there's a caboose and a conductor. <laughs> wait, so, 
So you mean to tell me all those memes of like the strawberry milk with the chocolate milk all around it is basically what happened to poor little Beverly? What? What are you, what are you, what are you referring about? to? Have you guys seen that? Have you guys seen those memes where it's basically like, okay, it's like a quarter, a quarter gallon of milk of strawberry milk with like six full gallon of chocolate milks like surrounding the strawberry milk and it's just like the meme is like use your imagination or something like that and it's like oh those chocolate milks are gonna gangbang that strawberry milk see you're 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 confusing orgy gangbang and train these are all three separate things what's a train a train would involve take turns yes yes completely taking turns it's a it's a one-on-one interaction that ends and then next guy steps in. Who goes and it first? Goes Do they high five or like Eddie tap out first. or like Eddie goes first? Eddie goes first. Oh man. Cool. Who goes last? Bill. All right. Cosby? Yes. No. Um right. I have to edit that. So, out. <laughs> so it's so it's like a like It's just a way for them to connect on the deepest level possible. Is that that why he was what he was trying to convey? It, 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 Is that... it, it's part connection. It's part they're after as children they've defeated it. Mm-hmm. They are just trying to get out of the sewers, but because they've defeated it, the cosmic force that's binding them together to each other makes them fuck is going away. Uh-huh. It's leaving them because well, you you defeated it, so I'm done with you. I don't I don't need you anymore. Yeah. And it's Beverly's idea that to calm everyone down and get everybody to feel the love of the group, she's just going to fuck them all. Okay. Not the best choice. There are better ways said, to approach that. That is like she an couldn't have actual, just said, like, porn plot line. <laughs> that is, that's all I hear whenever you explain that to me. Mm-hmm. Like, oh no, this cosmic force is gonna turn us against each other. I think I have an idea about what we can do. But obviously they wouldn't be like children, duh. But like that just Step brother. That oh my god. That it's just like yeah. I think if they just made him a little bit older, it wouldn't have been a yeah. problem. If they were like fifteen, I would have been like, fine, whatever. Fifteen year yeah. olds have sex. Yeah, but they're 12 like twelve year olds don't have sex. Well, some do. Some but do. That's sad. Did anyone have a train whistle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, choo, Ben choo. had one in his pants. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> nice. Oh Ew. man, I hear He's a train a coming. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how many frat boys use that excuse after reading it, and we're just. Like, Dude, I, just <laughs> I wonder how many frat boys want... read it. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a minority right there. Six but I just imagine being like, I just want to. S- I just want to seal in our bond before our cosmic force just... defies our connection. We have to make sure we come back 27 years later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do they fuck again when they're adults? <laughs> <laughs> Bill and 
Beverly do. And that's it? Oh. Yeah. Fair enough. So that's okay. actually... <laughs> the, while they're having sex is when Beverly remembers that they did that as kids. Wait. I'm confused. So in the Wait, book... Wait, Bill and Bev? In the book... In the book. Bill, Bill and Bev, Bev have sex. Yes. Bill is married. Yes. He cheats Ooh. on his wife with Bev? Yep. Does Beverly end up with Ben? Yes. She does. She does. But she fucks Bill first. Yes. And what of Audra during when all this is going on? Audra is... While this is going on, Audra is being pulled into... It's layer by Beverly's abusive her husband. husband. Yeah, he's like a bigger character in the book. He's kidnapping oh, that's her right. Doesn't... and taking her down there because that's that's like it to the Paradise City. That's that's <laughs> it's card up its sleeve is that if if Bill is too afraid and too worried about Audra when they get down there. It'll break their concentration, and then it can win. Mm. Holy shit. I'm learning so much. Wow. I love that Audra is um, Olivia Hussey in the 1990 version. Uh, Jess from um, Black Christmas. Mm -hmm. And Juliet Mm -hmm. from Romeo and Juliet. Huh? I think she's terrible in the 1990. Not great. She's soap opera acting. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Um... I feel like every line of hers was like eighty yard or something. Like it's like, did she like say any? Did they even mic her on set? Like I'm confused. How much farther is Derry? Oh, I guess about maybe five hundred yards. The city limits. Oh, thank God! I nearly fell asleep a while ago. I feel like I've been driving forever. Well, you just cross the old bridge down there at the Barrens and hang a left. The Barrens? Yes, where they used to play when they were kids. Thank you. I'll be going now. Don't you want your balloon first, Miss Denver? Don't you want it? 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 So, so in in the nineties version. I feel like the the 90s version and the 2017 um, iteration, the way that the children defeat Pennywise, or it, um, is pretty similar. Yes? To each other or to the book? To each other. To each other, yeah. They have have a very physical confrontation. The inhaler, uh, but in, in the 1991, Bev isn't. No. Taken. They don't, they, they kind of make her, I feel like in the 2017 one, they kind of make her almost a damsel in distress. They do! Where in the yeah, book, yeah. in the, the, the 1990, she's like kind of the only one who's like really good at fighting it. Uh-huh. She's the one who can shoot the slingshot at it. Yeah. She's yep. the one who can really hurt it. Mm-hmm. She's, she, they make her the fighter I wonder the why group. they did that. Um, Especially in this day and age. Yeah. Yeah. It's 2017. The, Come on. Honestly, though, my biggest problem with this fucking movie, and I would have, like, I, I, I love the first part. The 2019 one, uh-huh. I wish that there was, like, a, um, I wish that they had, like, another bit of a flashback 
to like when they first go into the tunnel, or maybe they should have put this in the 2017 one. But like, oh god, excuse me. I know I'm a bad little boy. Um, in my heart of hearts, the movie would have been like half a star better for me if Pennywise had like confronted them in the tunnel, like in a crate, like they don't know which way to go, like mm-hmm. to get out or to get in or whatever, and they're or to get to the main area that he's in, and like Pennywise is like, ah, you're never gonna get to me, and then like Eddie whipped out his inhaler and he did the this is battery acid, you slime, yeah. and then like his face starts melting off. That would have been f- oh my god, the face melting on the lo- 1991's great. Yeah, it's so fucking good. So messed up. It's just such a good scene, and I was like, oh, put that in this movie. Yeah. I- I am eternal child. I am the eater of worlds and of children. And you are next. This is battery acid, you slime. <laughs> <laughs> I had to, I had to burn my Blu-ray because of it. <laughs> oh no! Oh, no. After see after seeing the original, you saw the movie before you had the Blu-ray, but then you had to burn the Blu-ray after you bought it. You went and bought the Blu-ray. That's right. And, then and it. I burned it right in the Walmart parking lot. <laughs> oh my! I was like, "Let this be a lesson to all of you." <laughs> that sounds... What's that man doing, mommy? <laughs> yeah, good. Teaching us a lesson, son. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why the mommy sounds like a stern father. (laughs) Teaching us a lesson, son. My pantyhose is running up. (laughs) We have to go. Okay. All right. So. So in 1991, (laughs) they come into the, the, the it's chamber and it's a really bad stop motion spider. Oh yeah. And they just kind of kick it to death. Yeah. And that's 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 the end of the 1991, really. Yeah. Bad spider kicked to death. Uh, Bill. And I think doesn't Eddie, uh, Eddie like gets uh, he like gets killed last minute. Yeah. Or like yeah. And they, he's a he, virgin. Like, and 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 Bill yeah. pulls its heart out, but he's like, almost acting like he's about to drop a newborn baby. He's like, oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hearts don't cry. Um, in the, in the 2019 one, we get this great, long, extended fight sequence where first they try and do the ritual and it seems like it's about to work. Uh-huh. And then the balloon starts pushing its way out of the, the leather pyramid. Yeah. And you, you find out that when the Native Americans tried to do this, it killed them all. Mm-hmm. And Mike knew about it. And they're like, "What the fuck, Mike? Oh, I thought if we, I thought if we all believed more, it would work." <laughs> this is fucking I Rudolph believe. the red-nosed reindeer. <laughs> Hermie wants to make toys. <laughs> <laughs> Like, is this supposed to be happening? And then we get yeah. our clown spider. Okay. It is cool looking. 
I will give it that. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it looked kind of stupid when it was. They were just like, that. I don't. I don't know, man. <laughs> I think they could have yeah. done the spider with Pennywise's head for maybe like a minute. And then they should have like like baby Pennywise had it like yeah. had its mouth like eh. open up like it does when you see the deadlights. Yeah. And I feel like it should have just stayed like that until they defeated it. No more Mr. Nice. Guy. No more Pennywise, really. <laughs> yeah. I wanted I, I kinda just wanted it to be a straight up monster yeah. at that point. Yeah, it needed to turn into like a creature or I something feel, because like Yeah, it just it doesn't make sense to me. Uh, it it does it does in 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 every regard because they're not going as deeply into the book as they could. Yeah. So tur- suddenly tur- turning Pennywise into a giant spider at the end doesn't make sense for people who ha- just have never read the book mm-hmm. or have never heard about what happens in the book. Um. Because, you know, if you have somebody going in completely blind going, okay, why is he a spider now? Yeah, that's, you know? I think they could have done the, done it like, you know, you see Pennywise, and then it's like half spider, half Pennywise. And then at some point, it gets pissed off, and it's just full. Full spider. Yeah. Full galactic spider. Spider-wise. Spider-wise. But not like, just like a literal, like, oh, this, this is a spider, it's big, it has to be spider-like but mm-hmm. much more terrifying yeah i think mm-hmm. because they chose to omit like the backstory and the so, like so in the book whenever they're kids doesn't bill is it bill who like looks into the deadlights or the the tongue thing the, okay. where they bite each other's right. tongues or whatever so, what is that in the book here we go oh yeah <laughs> the ritual of Chewed, Bill, as a, as a kid, goes face-to-face with the spider. Uh-huh. And they they bite each other's tongues, but not physically. What? It's <laughs> okay. An, All right, no. It's a mental... Tongue biting. Astral plane biting of each other's tongues. That's how I want us to, to get married. To okay. connect with each other. <laughs> And immediately, uh-huh. it just starts throwing Bill across the astral plane towards uh-huh. the edge of the universe, where Bill knows if he gets past the edge, he'll be thrown into the space out of spaces that it comes from. Uh-huh. And he even says where he'll either mercifully die from insanity or live forever with it. Those are basically his two (laughs) options. And on the way towards that wall of the edge of the universe, Bill sees the turtle. The the turtle. Teased in... What's his name? Maturin. I was close. It's, it's teased in the movies with little references to the turtle, but they don't actually show it. And I was looking for yeah, is there I like a Lego? Because yeah. yeah, there's there's the Lego turtle. There's when they're swimming in the quarry. One's like, oh, I think something just brushed past my leg. Oh, it's a turtle. 
There's like huh. seven turtle references. Okay. And I, because they were kept referencing it so much, I thought they, they were going to do the turtle. I think there's a way you could tastefully do it. But, so in this, you know, in, in this like full giant vision of the universe Bill is hurtling through, there is a giant god turtle that is the guiding force that's been bringing them together. It's been guiding them along this whole way. It is kind of almost the opposite to Pennywise, where Pennywise is evil, the turtle is good. It's okay. okay. And it, it connects to the Dark Tower universe, where there's actually 12 animal guardians. Yeah. And when, when you get into the Dark Tower universe, it kind of lets you know that the It book is taking place in the Turtles' realm. Ha! <laughs> good point, Cammie. What? Another good point. You know the website Anchor. It's a fantastic website for podcasters. It makes it easy to upload all your episodes. Think about sponsorships to just about anybody. So if you're just starting out, it's a great place to go. Even us? Especially us. Now back to the movie. What does that have to do with my recipe for beef stroganoff? So the turtle lets kind of tells Bill like, I, I I can't fight this for you, but let's Bill kind of come a, come across the how he's going to defeat it by himself, and he starts loudly without stuttering screaming his kind of mantra he's been trying to say throughout the whole book i don't i think they kind of reference it it he thrusts he, he thrusts his fists against, against the, the post, post and still there insists he sees the ghost oh i thought you were gonna say hi ho silver it's a if, no that <laughs> makes me cringe a little bit every time he says it oh, that's um, cute. but that's that's a look like a, a a stuttering exercise his mom tried to get him to say and he's been trying to say it the whole summer, and he can't do it. And he has he, built it up in his, in his mind that the moment he can say it, his parents will start actually caring about him again because they've been so distant uh-huh. from him since Georgie died. Yeah. And so it's, it's, it's just been built up the whole book as, like, this really powerful mm-hmm. phrase that he just can't say. So he starts screaming it at Pennywise, and that pushes Pennywise back the same way Pennywise has been pushing Bill. And for the you get a little bit of its perspective where for the first time in its entire existence, which is millions, possibly billions of years, it starts feeling pain. Mm-hmm. And it does mm. not like it at all. Yeah. So ah! it pretty much, as soon as it can ends the ritual and just runs away from them. Yeah. But because they're kids, they're scared, they think, oh, okay, we did it, it's over, let's leave. Uh Uh-huh. They didn't finish it off. So that's why they have to come back as adults. And when they get there as adults, they kind of do the same thing. The ritual happens again, but when Bill goes in there, he finds out the turtle is dead. And Pennywise even teases him with it. 
-hmm. Like, oh, he was there to help you when you were a kid, but that old fuck is dead now, and Uh you can't do anything about it. Um, So Bill does pretty much almost completely lose his hope, and it seems like it's going to win, and Richie just joins in in their battle of wills. Yeah. And just starts yelling impressions at Pennywise. (laughs) And while they have it distracted, Eddie takes his aspirator, goes up to the, the physical spider, shoves his arm all the way down its throat, and just pulls the trigger until it's empty. Uh-huh. And it rips off his arm, which caused that he does die from blood loss from that. Uh-huh. Um but Can you imagine Bill Hader <laughs> doing his Al Pacino at Pennywise the yeah. Clown? <laughs> like that is a missed opportunity. Like, I feel like they wanted him to do more impressions for this movie. I read something about how like they wanted him to do a bunch of impressions, but like Bill Hader, just as an actor, didn't really think that it was a good idea. And I think that he kind of left a lot of the impressions behind um, on SNL. Oh. But I feel like Richie Tozier as a character is very... He's, that's uh, like he's, his entire thing is impressions. Yeah. Um, um Quick, Richie, do your Al Pacino. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. She she smelled like a woman. Dunkachino. Say hello to my chocolate <laughs> blend. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Keanu Reeves. I'm the devil. Uh, I'm building this house <laughs> of sin. Wow. Hoo-ah! All right. So I'm, Ed- done. <laughs> I'm done. So Eddie's Eddie's aspirator being pressed inside its body is like what finally is like it doesn't die right there but that's the end of it Mm -hmm. it starts dying then and even though it's this cosmic entity that true existence is the deadlights that exists outside of our universe Uh because it has made itself into a physical manifestation if it dies... It allowed itself. Yeah, it, it opened itself up to vulnerability. To mortality, yeah. Um, oh, man. So It matrix itself. It starts yeah. running away. Bill, Ben, and Richie chase it down. And then it starts dropping eggs. And they realize that it oh! is pregnant. A mother. Has thousands of eggs. Oh, oh, it God. is female. And yes, if it had been able to defeat them there's a chance there would have been thousands of its all over our planet <gasps> that's where all those red balloons came from after it came out you mean 99 red loofa loon yep, that's, that's what, what that song was about, about. Whoa. <laughs> that was weird so that song was it really about no. it no. <laughs> oh my it god it was about war i was like what the fuck <laughs> Germans really love Stephen King and David Hasselhoff. Yeah, da scary, yeah. So Ben starts smashing the eggs. Bill and Richie finally corner it, just start beating on the spider. And <laughs> Bill just like shoves his entire upper body into its stomach and crushes its heart. 
So where is Bev in all of this? Bev is not letting Eddie die alone. Uh, where's Mike? Oh, Mike got stabbed by uh, Henry, and he's in the hospital. Oh! Yeah. And Stan's yep. dead. Mm-hmm. Cool. I think Bev is like, do you want me to try and, and, and fuck you right now, Eddie? <laughs> Eddie that, that... Do you think... One last? What, what do you... What do you... What do you think will make this better? I have an idea. I think it'd be better if I had an arm! (laughs) He's got one ripped off arm and one broken arm. (laughs) Ben's got an extra leg for him. (laughs) Shoves it in his socket. Perfect! I don't need it. Um, All right, Richie. Richie, if you're going to fuck me, you got to give me the Al Pacino voice. (laughs) Ooh-ah. Oh, no. Wow. And then, uh, so they defeat it. They uh-huh. get out of the sewers, and in the book, uh, Derry is, like, completely destroyed. Oh, great. There's, like, an <laughs> apocalyptic storm that floods the whole town. Buildings fall into sinkholes. The The whole uh, standpipe collapses, and a bunch of water washes, like, all the homes into the barrens. Uh, a sewer cap blows off, and decapitates Mr. Keen, the pharmacist, while he's walking his cool. dog. Holy shit. Like, it's just, this is like 10 pages of descriptions of the town just falling apart because the town, Derry is it. Like, the town and mm-hmm. it are so intertwined that once it dies, the town dies. Wow. And something like 300 people die as a result of the, the big storm. And then just like, Damn. because everything's so destroyed over the next couple months, like mo- a lot of people leave and mm-hmm. then the businesses start closing down and then more people leave. And then the high school shuts down because they don't have enough kids. So even more people leave. And I think you're just supposed to feel that within a couple of years, Derry is just going to be a completely abandoned town in the middle of Maine. Huh. That's fun. You don't get huh. that at the end of any of the movies. You no. just get a very happy ending. Pretty much. The- the very ending of the 2019 one is I kind of like that they went happier because what happens is they, you know, they get out. They're like, oh, my God, we survived it. Bev and Ben buy a boat are in a relationship. <laughs> but the SS fat everyone, boy. Else, everyone else goes back to their old lives. Everyone is alive. Uh-huh. And oh. the, 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 the last couple pages of the book are. Uh, Eddie, Eddie and Mike and Bill talking on the phone at like a couple months after and they like don't really remember what happened already and they can't even remember wow. each other that much and they're t- they're like what was what was Stan's last name Un- Underwood I I can't remember and they're Jew? just like completely oh they're completely forgetting each other <laughs> obviously Bev and Ben won't forget each other because they're in a relationship yeah. but you know in a few years they might be like oh how'd you two meet and they'll be like oh chi- we don't know. <laughs> childhood friends and we just kind of reconnected <laughs> That's I guess weird. And, and we had sex as children <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah. he was the biggest <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and, and, and even <laughs> where, where Mike between being a kid and a, and and an adult, he he remembered everything because he stayed in Derry. Yeah. Mike is forgetting now. Uh, Mike doesn't remember because and they know mm-hmm. Mike's jarring. happy because 
he knows that means that they must have truly defeated it uh-huh. because they're all forgetting. Yeah. But it's, it's I, I find it like the saddest part of the whole book because these people who were like the closest friends you can possibly get are completely forgetting about each other's existence. And they defeated a monster that was killing people, but then the monster's, like, death killed people in the town anyway. Yeah. So... Well, yeah. But they were But adults, the people, most, so. I think, I don't remember any of the deaths being described as people who were, like, not kind of, like, towny dicks. Oops. They're they're not like it didn't describe like ah. oh and then little Susie was jumping rope and like a she fell into a sinkhole and died. Oh. It was all like kind of like the bad people of the town almost. That's fun. Um and yeah even even Mike's like the last page of the book is Mike saying that he still has everybody's names and kind of like a short journal of what happened and it keeps every time he goes back to look at it. It keeps the, the the pages are like fading, like they were written <gasps> years and years ago. Like Marty McFly. And he's, oh he's trying God. to copy over them with new ink so they stay, but he's he kind of gives up because he's like, at some point, I'll just be copying down these people's names, but I won't know who they are, so I they would, have no meaning yeah. to me anymore. So he just kind of lets go. That's so depressing. And it's really sad. And then in the in the movie, they. They kind of say, like, they do the like the opposite. Bill and Mike are talking on their phone, and they're like, oh, come we're not forgetting this time. And it's like, oh, because I think we have better memories this time. People remember when they're in uh, love. It's, 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 yeah, it's, it's, it's not, <laughs> I, it, maybe it's not, hang, not as poignant, but it's just a little bit happier about anything. Yeah. I, I just feel really sad every time I finish this book, because I'm like, oh, they all forgot each other forever. Sucks. Wow, that's depressing. Well, thanks for coming, Taylor. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks for being. Oh man, that was great. Do we have like you know anything that just didn't like fit in? Like maybe just a quick scene that you guys really liked, or something, or something you didn't like uh, about one of the versions. Uh. Oh man. Um. um, 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 um. Well, what about you? You're, I feel like you're the one that's the most. You're the closest to the source material. What What about? Uh, what is something that kind of irked you about, like the whether it's the book or the adaptations? Like, what's something you wish was different? I, I just, I, I'm just still waiting for some adapt adaptation to have the cosmic stuff. Mm-hmm. This, this yeah. Stephen King even said in an interview, this is his attempt at writing a his version of a Lovecraft novel mm-hmm. and every time they've adapted it they've just gone yeah that stuff's too weird I don't think people are gonna like that let's just not do that that's hard to do yeah let's make it sure. let's just make it a spider where <laughs> the book description is like huh, they see it and they're like it's a spider but it's not a spider the spider is the closest thing that the human brain can even comprehend to what it looks like it's yeah. not a spider at all it's just that you you can't even really see what it is and the 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 whole like you know the ritual and the this massive galaxy-sized turtle talking to this little boy out in the void of space there would have to be a lot of like exposition and like i don't i i feel like don't do drugs people explaining shit i thought it would be really hard to do 
but then I saw Doctor Strange. Uh, have you seen Doc Jared? Have you seen Doctor Strange? No, I haven't, but I know that it's it's very like uh isn't it kind of deal with like other dimensions yeah. and kind of like uh turning all that stuff on There's its head. There's a lot of astral the, ne the next stuff. one's supposed to be like a the next one's supposed to be like a horror movie, isn't it? Yeah. That yeah, I need to I need to catch the, up with that before I see the, the I, second I, I would one cuz I definitely recommend Doctor Strange. There's a lot of astral astral stuff. There's a lot of trippy imagery and Ooh. the villain at the end is like just this cosmic galaxy face yelling at him <laughs> that he, Doctor Strange has show me what you've he got has <laughs> no possibility of actually physically fighting it and I, I don't want to spoil it too much but Ooh. he basically the only way that he can defeat it is by annoying it so much that it just decides you're not worth my time I'm sending you back where you came from and I'm leaving you alone because oh I don't want to deal with you anymore. And it's, it's it's pretty high concept for a Marvel movie. And I feel like if yeah. they can do that in a Marvel movie, they can do some of this cosmic stuff in what's essentially a, a horror fantasy. They just need to get uh, they just need to get Panos uh, <laughs> Cosmatos to uh, to direct it because like straight up after seeing like uh, if you guys if you guys have ever seen like Beyond the Black Rainbow that's like it's, more that's, it's on that's, my list it's like <laughs> it's I I uh it's definitely not it, for me at least it's not as good as Mandy because Mandy is just like I feel like there's like a legit story going on there mm -hmm. and it's it's Beyond the Black Rainbow Rainbow is more of a premise. But it's just like visually stunning to watch, and it just leaves you, I feel like, with more questions than anything. Like, what the actual fuck did I just see? <laughs> like, was that a was that what was that thing mm -hmm. that's like? There's like these guard things that like, are they humans or are they robots or like what the fuck are they? Like, it's it's crazy. It's. I'll have to check that one out. It's I like, still haven't seen it. Yeah. Talking, singing high praises for a long time. Kind of makes me think of. Jacob's Ladder. Have you seen that, Jared? Yes, yeah, Jacob. That's, that's got some really line. creepy imagery in it. Well, what's it like? The dude in the back of the taxi or whatever, like getting like like thrown in the cab, and like the face is yeah. like it's not like a human face. There's like no eyes. Like oh, and it's my like God, moving what? really weird, like with like weird frames. Mm -hmm. And then the the when his girlfriend is dancing, and there's like some sort of creature just coming out from underneath her dress. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that movie's strange. Vietnam it. was a hard time. I've never seen. We Jake can watch it together. <gasps> cool. Should double double feature that with uh, Apocalypse Now. <laughs> okay. They're both they're both Vietnam movies. Yay! <laughs> Can't wait. Then listen to then listen to some CCR. <laughs> All right. Well, what was your? I I agree. I I hope that eventually I because okay. I think we we think a lot in the in the idea that like it is like we're not going to get another adaptation, but you know what? Probably we're going to be like it's going to. It, it is almost like to uh like the the adaptations are to us as like it the creature is to the kids. Like we're going to get a new one every twenty seven years. years. Yes. Oh, but That's what I was just thinking. A little <laughs> sooner than I that. hope so too. I hope I'd so like, too. Yeah. I. I, I I think if these these movies hadn't been as good as they were, we would have gotten one sooner. I think the fact mm -hmm. that they're actually good 
means that it's going to be a while before somebody's like, hey, let's let's adapt it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I do hope that at some point in the future, it's adapted as a series. A miniseries. That I, I would it's like at be. least That's... 12 hours. Yeah. And yes, I would hope that if you can do that much more time, you can do more of the cosmic stuff. And I think if if you do the cosmic horror and people respond well to it, I think that's your gateway into a Dark Tower show. Yeah, because didn't that movie like suck a big one? The, yeah, the, the McConaughey mo- the one was terrible because they had tried to adapt all eight books into one hour and a half movie. And kind of changed. Oh, it's no. it's literally right. like putting every single Harry Potter book and making it just one movie. Harry Potter and the Curse of a whole bunch of shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I think if you if you give it the right treatment and you I think I think you have to introduce I think introducing people to these kind of cosmic Stephen King concepts with it would be a good like doorway into it. People would see it go, oh, I want more. And it's like, well, it's the end of that story. But we can give you kind of the same feeling mm-hmm. with and in the same universe with the Dark Tower and the Dark Tower mm-hmm. easily eight or nine seasons. Yeah. There's your... Because it's eight damn. or nine books, yeah. right? There is your competition to something like a Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. If oh, you totally. Just do, if you take your time and do it right, yeah. people will like it. Well, I mean, if HBO was smart, that they would be they would be snatching up these properties like it's nobody's business. Totally. And, and if they really wanted people to be like, I mean, I feel like the the streaming market is oversaturated as it is, especially now where it's like HBO Max is now yeah. available. Like, uh, yeah, I it's it's I mean, it's going to like I if this whole thing is going to like cannibalize itself. But it, it's just I don't know. They need to keep they. It's going to be a cable network, and it's going to have to be like like you were saying, Taylor. Like it's going to have to be like a miniseries or a uh, or or like Stephen King theater or like instead of like Ray Bradbury yeah. theater, where it's like the first two seasons are it, and then like the next eight are Dark Tower, and then after that, it's like The Mist they, or something. They, they have The Stand is actually coming to CBS All Access this year at some point. Oh. Oh. A series of that. I have, uh, from hearing how they're doing it, I have mixed feelings about it. They're skipping some stuff. I'm like, uh-huh. I don't know, but well, I'll see. I'll see how it is. We'll we'll get hmm. your review. But I think all the, 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 the that's one of the problems <laughs> is that all the all the Stephen King properties are owned by different studios. Yeah. So you got to yeah, get them all they... under one thing first before you can start yeah. trying to connect them like a like a cinematic universe. Mm-hmm. Could be the new Marvel. Mm, yeah. What about you, Cammy? What was your uh, what was something that you wish could have changed, or something you were super? Uh, or what what was your what was your? Take? Well, I don't know because I I'm just like the '90s version is the one that we all saw when we were kids, right? And we were all mm-hmm. scared of it when we were kids. Oh, yeah, everybody was scared was like of, of Pennywise when they were kids. Um, but I I think that the 2017 2019 movies improved on the 1990 miniseries so much that I yep. like I don't really have anything bad to say about them because I enjoyed them so much and they did such mm-hmm. a good job with it um, with the casting and the you know just the look of Pennywise and it, as someone who didn't read the book the the newer adaptations are, are fantastic I think um, so yeah there's not a whole lot that I would 
change about the new ones at all. I mean, the old one, if they had a bigger budget and they were allowed to do more episodes, I think it would have been a lot better. Um, but that's how it is for a lot of stuff anyway, right? Yeah, so. I think yeah. For, for a two-part movie, I think they did everything great. I yeah. think I, I, I don't think you could cram more in there. I just wanted a different format. Yeah, I think when it comes down to it, I'm going to piggyback off of what Taylor was saying. Like, uh, it's it's almost like you need to have, you definitely need to have like a studio um, take a chance on more, may, possibly even like a- adapting like H.P. Lovecraft shit. Yeah. Just because you need to like, you almost need to like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh uh, test the waters before you can I feel like if you were to give people the full version of it or any Stephen King property you, it's gonna get its followers if it's done right so like basically piggybacking off what Taylor said my biggest thing about this is I wish the source material was given the full the full reign it totally deserves but I mean yeah if you're if you're if you're playing with it I know that uh Nick Cage just did some HP Lovecraft movie uh, it was like the color Yes, I haven't I seen just, it yet, but I know that's... Is, I just saw that that is coming to Shudder yes, very it is. soon. Ooh. Oh, yeah, I want to watch it. I need to see that, too. Yeah, everything turns purple, and I'm like, I love purple. Me, on too. Yeah. And just, Hell yeah, man. <laughs> reminds me so, of Ivan Ooze. So I want to see... Ooh, yeah. He was a... Ivan Ooze should get another <laughs> movie. I want to see the pre, the prequel, like where he's like, you know, slumming, slumming the moon or whatever the hell he was doing before. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, yeah, I wish the source material was able to get the full the full throttle Charlie's Angels two <laughs> treatment, um, and ba- adding uh, this is battery acid you slime and a clown's face Great melting one. will tickle tickle my pickle. But yeah, Taylor, we were talking about this off mic, and Taylor's like, but you kind of get a good uh, you get I, I gotta kill this fucking clown now as a good uh, substitute. So that's yes, I I, I give you yeah, kudos. Yeah, I think for that, that coupled with like Richie, whenever he goes to like break the beer bottle and he just gets like <laughs> the, the top of it. Yeah. <laughs> like the you maybe go to a crack house. You maybe swim in shitty water. No, it's fucking clown. <laughs> oh, and one more thing that I that was probably my favorite part of maybe both of them is at the very end, Richie is just ready to kill the clown spider. He starts yelling at it, getting the music swelling, and it just turns towards him and opens up its mouth, and he just gets super slack-jawed. Yeah. And the music goes, Oh, yes. That oh, was my fucked. God. That was... I love that part. It's like that episode of SpongeBob where where they they put the, the dumb the dumb ray on on SpongeBob <laughs> and Patrick, and they just they just <laughs> stop talking, and they're just like, Duh. yeah, it's like that, only scary. <laughs> yeah. No, I lied. I lied. That 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 scene is what I was thinking of earlier. Uh, if that scene had come up and Richie was an adult, Richie is like attacking Spider It, and then I just wanted him. I because like doesn't the spider at one point say like. I know your secret yeah. or something yeah. like that. I just wanted him to be like, fuck you. I'm fucking you <laughs> yeah. or like something like that. And then it, that, that would have been like, that was sealed it in for me. I'm just like, this is uh-huh. history repeating itself. Like Richie's got the last good line before they fuck up the, the interdimensional creature yep. one last time. But yeah, that's, 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 
These are, this is just a solid source material in general. And if Stephen King was here right now, I'd pick him up like a baby and, uh, and, and tickle his tummy. I'd wrap him in a blue chambray shirt. I'd try not to hit him with my van. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going wow. for a ride, Mr. King. Get right. in. This episode. We'll take the spruce this, moose. <laughs> <laughs> this episode has been long enough. I think I. Long as Ben's I, dick. I, as long <laughs> as Ben's dick. So yes. Bye, 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 bye. This episode is now approximately 27 years long. So, um, <laughs> let's, yeah, let, let's wrap this up real quick. Um, plug ourselves. And oh. then, <laughs> oh, you heard me. And then. Oh, I'm going to need to plug myself because I got to oh, shit. Oh, no. Again? Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, please join us next week. Uh, Taylor won't be here, which is a cry and shame. But uh, we start a new... A new, a new, a new outlook on life. We we're starting a new, a new month, new theme. I'm not gonna tell you what it is though. You're telling me this is like going on vacation, and now like having Taylor here, and now we gotta go home. Now we gotta and go like, home. Ki Kyle's our home. <laughs> and it's just like you see all the things that you want to do, like oh, I gotta change the wallpaper. I gotta like you know dig up the back, like hide some bodies in the backyard. You know, uh, redo the bathroom, <laughs> and then just like it's just a constant reminder of how unhappy you are. <laughs> God, <laughs> Kyle's gonna listen to this. And so thank cry. you. Your TV always seems thank you. Thank you, Kyle. Back from vacation, though. That's true. It does. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. All right. Oh well, boy. If you so please, you can find me Let's do on this. Instagram at Magic Ghost Baby. You can also find me on Twitter at Crambly. Um, you can find us on Instagram uh, as a network at Spooky Time Network. Kyle and Kaylee aren't here, but you can also find them on Instagram uh, at Old Man Yells at Clouds with underscores between all the words and Your Girl K Jen. Guess which username is which? I'm not telling you. Um, yeah. I didn't know Kaylee was Southern. What? Your Girl K Jen. <laughs> Spicy. <laughs> All right, Jarrett, where can we find you on the social media? Oh, you can find me on Instagram at daddy underscore Dangerfield. No respect. Daddy with an I underscore Dangerfield. I'm one bad bitch, and uh, I don't post a lot, but I do a lot of stories. Send me a message, and I'll uh, probably say a swear word back at you. Probably. You choose. He still does that to yeah. me, and we're friends, so... Consider it a compliment. If you're happy and you know it, say a swear. Oh, boy. Um, but, yeah, you can find us there. You can find us. We have some great extra content available on our Patreon page. We have a uh, currently finishing up our Darknet rewatch. Uh, final episode, I believe, will be up by the time you hear this. Uh, yeah. Uh, we we have a, uh, a fabulous little miniseries uh, on the Shudder series, Curse Films, that... Uh, my significant other and I uh, examine a little yes. bit. Five episodes of that miniseries is available. Go give it a listen. Uh, we also have our Are You Free the Dark rewatch, some bonus episodes, and more. Five dollars a month gets you a, gets you everything that is available, and maybe something new, something spooky and strange coming in the future in the next month here. Ghostbusters. Twenty sixteen. The Ernie Hudson Hour. <laughs> <laughs> we we partnered with Ernie Hudson just to tell us how he feels about life. Wow. Sixty minutes of solid Hudson. 
I love Ernie Hudson with all my heart. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's it. Five dollars gets you a lot of that fun shit. Patreon.com slash spooky time podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's uh oh yeah, I'm sorry. Give us a like, uh, subscribe and a review on Apple Podcasts. That shit helps a lot. Yes. Um, yeah. Give and uh, you know, tell your friends, tell your tell your sister. Give us a review and, and don't uh, say anything bad, please. <laughs> boy, yeah, yeah, yelling. Okay, yeah, that's all I got. That's all we got. Oh my god, can we please oh. go out with Oh my god. What? Oh my god. I looked over and the door was wide open <laughs> and my dog was sticking her little puppy face into the room. <laughs> and she's like, Dad, why are you making so many swear words hi, in here? And I'm like, oh. oh, hi, Ziggy. Aww. Oh my god. Sorry, what were you going to say, Can Cammy? we please go out with the um, end credits music from the 1990 It? You got it, Home Slice. Hooray! It's the final countdown. Audra on the bike. <laughs> the deadlights. Turn her brain to ice cream. <laughs> da, da, da. Anyway. Uh, oh, boy. All right. Okay. We we will see you next week with another fun flying sister slapping new take on an old classic. Until then. Bye-bye. Uh, bye-bye. Bye. Bye.